Hey, can you guys hear me? My mic was off. What's up, you guys? How's everybody doing? You guys want to hear my like most dramatic? I'm like, of course this would happen. <laughs> That's just the kind of shit that happens to me all the time, I feel like. You guys want to hear my drama while we're waiting for everybody to get on? First of all, I don't have my ring light on. It's giving me a headache. So I feel like you guys know what my face looks like. Just pretend there's like a bright ring light in my face, okay? <laughs> No, I just can't. I like feel like I've had one of those days. You guys ever have one of those days and you like get to the end of it and you're like, I just can't. That's how I feel about the ring light. I've had one of those days. I'll tell you guys why in a second. And I'm like, I just can't. I just cannot. We just cannot have the light in my face right now. Maybe in a few minutes I'll turn it on. But I'm like, I just, I just can't. So, so as I was getting ready for this training, I was like, you know, gonna do my hair and put some makeup on. And of course, like fuck with my slides a million times. That's usually what I do when we're doing these all day. I just mess with my slides, which is ridiculous because I already know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know why, but I'm always like, this is like the thing I'm gonna fixate on. So I had this whole, everything was timed out. Everything was supposed to go away. <laughs> I had the plan. <laughs> And then it is raining here really bad. It's like, I, I don't know. It's just torrentially downpouring. If you've ever been to Florida, you know what I'm talking about. We get these storms that are like, that just has been pouring down rain like aggressively all day long, which is fine. But I realized when I went to go change my laundry that my laundry room flooded. So one of the gutters, I guess, like, wasn't draining properly and was like backed up like how it was put it's supposed to like go away from the house but all of it was just going into my laundry room which actually wouldn't matter because the laundry room is actually it's like kind of like a it's like attached to my house in like a I don't know it's not like a room in my house it's like in the garage like not the garage I have a carport and it's like in the carport you guys get what I'm saying <laughs> it's like a like a shed that's attached to my house I don't know but it like wouldn't matter that wouldn't matter either except for I realized while the laundry room was flooding it was coming through the wall into my office and the whole carpet was flooded in here and so instead of getting ready for my live stream I wish you guys could see this because I feel like this is a real like Instagram versus reality moment because like what you guys see of my office looks fine. It's fucking chaos in here. Like it is like ridiculous because I had to move everything to pull the carpet up to dry the carpet. <laughs> so, so you guys see this corner, just know that like two feet this way, it's like pure chaos. So anyway, so I'm like, you know what? I can't with the ring light right now. <laughs> the whole vibe that's gonna be the whole vibe of this training i'm like i can't <laughs> i cannot <laughs> no everything's good i'm just complaining i'm there's a long that was a long-winded story of telling you guys why i'm not putting my ring light on you guys ready i have a bunch of slides michelle my laundry room flooded and it got in my office and i had to fix it it's fine i dried it all out but it's like you know you guys can't see but like on the other side of my desk is like there's like fans and like bullshit everywhere and like the carpet's ripped up and there's like towels everywhere and like i had to like pull out like all of the equipment and stuff off the floor and so everything is just like it's a mess but my training tonight is fire so there's that but 
I'm going to do it with no ring light because I can't. Florida life. What is with this state? It hasn't rained. It has been like barely raining at all for months. And then it's like, it's just like, you know what? Today is the day. <laughs> Today is the day. And it's been like, I'm talking about aggressively raining here all day. Like everything in my yard is flooded. The pool is like about to overflow. It's just like, it's uncalled for. I feel like. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I have a ton of good stuff tonight. I have to try not to yell. I always do these presentations and I yell because I get so excited. And then by the end, I've been like almost losing my voice from this launch because I've been like coaching so much and talking too much. I'm like, talk in a normal voice, Faith. Like you have a microphone, they can hear you. I'm like, hello. <laughs> yep, I grew up in Jacksonville. It's yeah, that's the Florida life, man. That's the struggle. All right, are you guys ready? Hold on, let me switch. I got to switch this. Ayo, I love this V Live thing. I feel like I'm really getting the hang of it. I do have a, I have an intro video, and then we'll start with the slides. And I have a whole bunch of really good things to say. If you have drama or stress or struggle around sales, you need to watch this. That's all I'm going to say. This is going to be really good. I love, this is like my favorite things to talk about, what we're talking about tonight. Okay, let me see if I can do the video thing. Hold on. Here we go. We all start our businesses with the best intentions. We have a vision of what our lives could be like and what the business could be like. And we see how things could change if we were making money. We see what we're gonna be selling. We see people buying. And the truth is, if you've started a business at one point, you had this thought that was, I could really do this. I could create this result and outcome for myself. But when people start businesses, no one is picturing the days you're gonna wanna quit. When you spend weeks working on something and no one buys it. When you question if you can really do it, if you're cut out for this. When your friends and family tell you you're crazy. No one really pictures the hard days. And I think this is why I love teaching sales so much is because all of your doubts and fears and beliefs are often tested in this process. Becoming good at sales requires you to be able to believe without evidence. You have to believe that your product idea is good before anyone has ever used it. You have to believe that you can actually make money before there's ever anything in your bank account. And this is hard for our brains. We're never taught how to do this. And so what happens to a lot of new entrepreneurs who start with the biggest dreams and the best intentions is that at some point things get tough and they get hard and they don't have the mindset tools to manage that. But you can change your whole experience with struggle. You can change your whole experience and relationship with failure. You might not decide what happens to you in life or in business, but you always get to decide what things mean. And the meaning often is what creates our experience. It's the difference between something being a pivotal, important, valuable moment in your life and it just being a passing moment. You decide what's important and you decide how to see things. So tonight I'm gonna offer you 
a different perspective about sales. And I'm gonna give you some tools you can use when things suck, and boy will they suck. <laughs> but you can always decide, I was born to do this. You can always decide to think, I'm an overcomer, I'm a fighter, I don't give up. This is part of my success story. There's a thousand empowering stories you can tell about every shitty moment of your life. And that's what we're going to do tonight. And that's what we're going to do tonight. All right. Are you guys ready? No. Wait. There we go. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's do this. Are you ready? Welcome to night three of Bosses Make Sales. This is our last and final training. What has happened? Literally, what has happened? I feel like I feel like I've been waiting to do this launch for which I have for months. And now it's almost over. Super bummed, but it's okay. We'll be okay. Okay. So tonight's training is for you, especially. If you feel bad or guilty about getting money, who feels like they should be excited when they make a sale, but part of you is kind of like, ugh. <laughs> part of you is like, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me in the chat if you've ever had that experience. Like you get the sale and you're like, I'm happy I made a sale, but like I still feel a little gross or guilty or weird or bad about receiving money. If selling is super awkward and you don't like doing it, <laughs> who who knows they should be selling more than they are tell me in the chat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep that's me yep i immediately panic they'll hate it yeah who sells something and you're like i've been waiting for people to buy this and then they buy it and you're like oh god <laughs> like oh no <laughs> they're gonna hate it <laughs> yeah and if you're avoiding selling and you know you should be doing more of it but you're like avoiding it or you're making yourself do it, but you're not doing it very often. Or you're doing it, but you're doing it like real like half-hearted. Like you'll <laughs> like a lot of you guys will send like one or two email and then you'll be like, oh, nobody wants it. They would have bought. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna send the rest of my email. Right. Or you'll pitch on video. I've done this when I first started where I would get on video and then I would do the pitch. I would teach this whole thing, right? And then I would get to the end where I was gonna tell them about my offer, and I'd be like, I have this thing if you want to buy it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I would back out of my pitch. Who's ever chickened out of a pitch, right? Go into major drama when someone questions the price, can't afford it, or you don't meet your money goals. This, this is what messes people up, I think, more than anything else. The other stuff, we, like most of you can kind of deal with. We're going to clean it up tonight. But that last piece is so important because it's like, you know, some people are going to ask you for refunds. People are going to tell you they can't afford it. Um, you're going to not meet your money goals. You're going to think you're going to make a certain amount and then you're not. That's just experiences everybody has in business. And a lot of people really spin out when that happens, right? Someone asks for a refund and you're like, because I suck and this is never going to work and I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> right? Or you don't meet your money goals. And you're like, Oh, my God, I've spent so much money. I can't even do this. What was I it was all for nothing, right? That's what our brains love to do that to us. That's because it's like that black or white thinking our brains love to go to black or white thinking. So you guys don't meet your goals. And then your brain goes, it was all for nothing. <laughs> it was all for nothing. All the time was wasted. All the money was wasted. It was all for nothing. <laughs> 
we're gonna talk about all this stuff tonight i got some good things to share with you yeah half-hearted yeah yep yep i got you it just takes practice you know so this is the basic sales process this is i just want you guys to understand that business strategy is super simple and you guys already know what to do. Like a lot of people spend a lot of time telling themselves that they don't know how to build a business and they don't know how, and they don't have the strategy. You guys all, you all, you all have more than enough strategy. I almost can guarantee it. Every single one of you, I'm going to give it to you right now. <laughs> this is what you got to do. <laughs> you got to have something to sell, which all of you should, if not go watch night one, you guys all have something to sell. You need to get, find people, right? That have the problem that your offer solves. So you find your people, you create demand, go watch the other one, go watch night two <laughs> about how to create demand. And then you sell your offer and then you manage your brain about all of it. That's it. There's no complicatedness. There's no magic thing. And remember when we were talking about on what night one, a lot of things you guys think you need to do, you don't need to do right now. What you need to do is make something and test it and practice selling it. That's what will make you money the quickest. Not funnels, not branding, not website designing, all of that stuff. Does it make you money? That's stuff for later on. A lot of times we see people that are further along in business than us and we try to like mimic their business. We're like, they have funnels. They have this. They have these huge sales pages. They have a hundred products. They have, you know, five day launches. And it's like, you're in a different season of business than them. And for most of you, if you're just starting, if you're not making your revenue goal and you know, you need to make more money, who needs to make, you guys probably all need to make more money if you're at this training, right? Just keep everything basic. Keep everything simple. Keep everything clean. You have something to sell. You find people that want it. You create demand for your offer. Every time you guys post on social and share something or email your list, I would ask yourself, does this create demand for my offer? Does this create desire for what I'm going to be selling next? It's a really good question to ask yourself, right? Every Think about what, what your experience selling will be a lot different if you do that. If you're creating desire every time you send an email and you're creating desire every time you're posting on social, by the time you open your doors, people are going to want to, they already want your thing, right? It's very easy to do sales then. And people will forgive a bad sales page. People will, for, will forgive a bad pitch. Like if they already like you and they know they want to work with you, none of that stuff matters. They're just like, yeah, I, I want to buy whatever you have. Anybody follow anybody like that online? I have people like that. I'm like, I will just buy whatever they sell. I'm like, I don't know. Like they could sell anything and I would buy it. <laughs> you want to be that <laughs> for your people. <laughs> and if you're that for your people, your sales page and all that stuff doesn't matter so much. The copy and stuff doesn't have to be perfect. Like, you know, it's, it's simple. Just let it be simple and let it be easy and know over time you'll get better and better. And over time, your things will improve right? That's how you improve, just going one thing at a time. So a lot of, this is why I love teaching sales is it brings up a lot of drama for people. And I love teaching mindset stuff. And I think entrepreneurship is the best personal development you can do. I think being an entrepreneur will totally change your life 
just in the way you think about things and experience yourself in the world. And that's like my favorite thing ever about it, right? So let's talk about the drama. A lot of times when people go to do sales, all of their drama comes up, right? The imposter syndrome drama, I'm not good enough. I don't even think my stuff is that good. The doubt, no one's going to buy this. I don't know what I can, if I can do this. I don't know if it's going to work. Like there's so much drama. I'm going to offer to you guys, all of that is optional. It's all created with your thoughts. I'm going to, I know some of you guys are like, duh, like I know that, but listen, I'm going to, I'm going to help you clean it up. Okay. It's all created with your thoughts in your brain and it is not useful. It is a waste of your energy and a waste of your time, right? Who's had this happen where they didn't hit a goal or your launch didn't go the way you thought. And it just takes you weeks to recover, right? You're just like totally in doubt, totally in fear. You don't even want to post on your stuff. Where am I people that like stop and start all the time? You're like, I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. Right. This is all from like a poorly managed mind. Okay. I'm going to give you some really neutral sales thoughts that will help you neutralize this drama and like opt out. But I want everyone on this training to decide right now that you're just going to opt out of drama. And here's the thing is like, you know, I know you guys love your businesses and we're passionate about what we do. Um, and I think I attract really passionate, talented people. So I'm sure all of you are very talented, very passionate, um, and are going to be very successful. But a lot of times when someone doesn't buy, we take that really personal, right? We're like, they don't buy because they don't like me. <laughs> they don't buy because my stuff isn't good. And we make other people's actions mean a lot about us. We're going to talk about this later too. But we make other people's actions mean a lot of things about us that they don't mean. Other people's actions don't mean anything about you. Other people's actions mean things about them. Okay. And so it can be really dramatic. And I want you guys to understand like you are not your business. It doesn't mean anything about you. The results in your business don't mean anything about you. It's just a business. It's separate. Right. Just like if you were the CEO of Walgreens, do you think they're going home at night going, oh, my God, <laughs> people didn't buy today because they hate me. <laughs> and I want you to start thinking about your business like a business and not part of you. It is separate. And the reason I'm telling you that is not because I don't love my business. I love my business a lot. And I'm good no matter what the business is doing. I'm good as a human being in my body, in my life, in my experience, no matter what the business is doing. And sales are always going to be going up and down in every business in the world, right? Some quarters are up, some quarters are down, some days are up, some days are down. Sales fluctuate daily, weekly, monthly, from launch to launch, like they go up and down. And if every time they go down, you go, oh my God, I suck. <laughs> this is, I'm the worst. <laughs> You're going to be in for just a super emotional ride. And this is why people get burnt out. It's not because of the hours. A lot of people will come to me for coaching and the mastermind because they're burnt out and they think they're burnt out because they are doing too many things. It's not because you're doing too many things. It's because you're in, there's a few different things. But one of the things is like you're probably engaging in way too much drama. You're having way too much drama and not managing your thoughts about you and your business and your future and all of it. Right. So drama is not useful. Sometimes we think drama is useful. So sometimes we kind of think 
Like, my launch didn't go good, so I should be an asshole to myself. And there's part of us that thinks that's useful. Who's done this? Where you're just like, I'm going to bully myself into being successful. <laughs> I'm going to be an asshole to myself until I make the money, right? And you're like, well, my launch didn't go good. <laughs> so I have to be a jerk to myself. And it's not actually useful. That actually makes you less productive every time. Trust me, I have coached hundreds of people on this stuff. Um, and I watch what's working for people and who's getting results and what's not. And the people that are super hard on themselves, where my critics at, like the people that are super critical of themselves and hard on themselves and are a jerk to themselves, they get the slowest results. It does not work. It's extremely, not only does it feel bad, but it's just not useful and building your business. And I tell the mastermind this all the time, because I'm like, I'm not committed to like making you guys feel good all the time. Like, I don't think that's my job. <laughs> right? I'm committed to getting you results in your business. And I know that the mindset stuff is gonna help you guys do that, right? So that's why I teach it. I'm not committed to you feeling great all the time. And so if I thought you guys being a jerk and being hard on yourself and being super critical would get you results, I would be on board. We would be doing the like, the like everything you did wrong challenge where you're like writing all of the things that are going bad and all the things that you suck at and like <laughs> being super hard and critical on yourself. Like I would be all about it. I would be like, listen, it's going to feel terrible and it's fine and you can do it. And I would be coaching you guys right on through it. The reason I coach so hard on people not being jerks to themselves is because I know it is very, very, very difficult to create the results you want and be a jerk for your, to yourself. I, I would say it's like kind of impossible. Like I just haven't seen it work, especially for new entrepreneurs. I have not seen it work where someone's really critical of themselves and critical of their work and being super hard on themselves and able to create results in your business. And I just want to point out like, you know, not only is it exhausting and does it feel bad, but it also like won't get you the result you want straight up. And so if you're doing this, all of these mindset things we're going to talk about tonight are are very urgent for you guys to fix. Right. So on the first night, we were talking about how not having sales and not having the revenue you want is like an urgent problem. You need to figure out how to fix like that is a problem. You need to be only thinking about that not thinking about your website, not thinking about your brand, not thinking about your pictures. You need to only think about how do I get my revenue up this month? That's the only thing you should be thinking about. It is an urgent problem to solve. And a lot of the mindset stuff we're going to talk about in here will keep you from making money. It's, 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 it just does. It's extremely difficult, right? Yeah, it creates negative emotions. It feels bad. It blocks your own genius. We talked about how all of you have million dollar ideas inside of you. You already have million dollar ideas. You were born with them. One of my favorite thoughts is like, it's your birthright. I don't know that. I just like thinking that, right? So it's like, it's your birthright to have million dollar ideas. But I think I think all of this mindset drama can really block your own genius. And I think it also blocks miracles and blocks solutions. I think it kind of makes people go into this victim-y, self-indulgent space of like, I suck and I can't do it and it's not working and I've been doing it for X number of times and I've spent so much money and money. It's all very victim-y, right? It's like very victim energy. It's super self-indulgent, right? It's just like, we're just going to indulge in all this bullshit and like go on and on and on with it. And when you're in that energy, like you don't 
create miracles. Like they just don't come to you. Like I don't see it happening, right? The people I see, we talk about, I love talking about miracles, one of my favorite things, but like the magical aligned, great, huge opportunities and, and amazing things that happen to people in the mastermind, they're not in that energy. They're not doing that. They've usually coached themselves out of that pretty hard for a while, right? And then things will start feeling easier and working because they're not indulging in all of this crap all the time, right? About like, it's not going to work and I don't know what I'm doing. So-and-so stuff is better than mine. It's very self-indulgent. It's like total victim energy, right? And so that's why we call it like the becoming boss mastermind, right? I'm like, you got to act like a boss. Like you don't get to act like that and run a company. Can you guys imagine if I did that? I have a company, like I pay out people every month that rely on my business to make their living, to support their families, right? Can you imagine if I came in here and sat in the office and I was like, oh my God, the launch didn't go how I wanted. So-and-so stuff is better than mine. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, this is never going to work. Oh, can you imagine? I just like don't have the luxury of doing that, to be honest with you, because I have, I have too many people and too much stuff riding on this. Like, I just can't do that. And so I'll offer to you We've been talking about this in the mastermind and I coached someone really hard on this the other night, but I'll offer this to you guys. Sometimes you got to set boundaries with yourself and you just have to decide that this is the moment that you quit. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll be coaching people and I'll just be like, you just have to decide to knock it off. Right. And you can do that. Right. And so we were talking about boundaries and we were talking about, I was like, do you do drugs? Like there's a certain point where you just decide like I'm a person that doesn't do drugs and then you don't do them right? You can do that with your brain. You're just like, I don't do that anymore. Right? That's how I feel. I'm like, I don't have the luxury of doing that. I don't have the luxury of freaking out. Like I have to have my shit together and keep this moving forward to support me and support the community and support the people that work for me. And like, I don't have the luxury of doing that. And frankly, like neither do you guys. Cause if you're your only, you know, I have a team that would help me if I really like, really like fell apart or something but you guys a lot of you guys don't a lot of you guys are your only employee so your only employee in your company is spending all this time having a pity party it's such a waste of your time and we're going to talk about all of the money stuff in a second okay it makes you indecisive who spends time doing this should i do this should i do that should i do this should i do that let me go in the Facebook group and ask everybody should i do this should i do that should i do this should i do that let me go ask this person should i do this should i do that such a waste of your time. It makes you indecisive and slow when you're indulging in your drama and you're indulging in all of this crap. It makes you super slow. And so I have a, a decision making framework in the mastermind. And we talk a lot about making decisions because people spend way too long making decisions that have very minimal consequences. <laughs> like if, if something has a minimal consequence in your business, if the stakes are low, you should be making decisions fast, right? And if you don't have payroll and you're not having tons and tons of money coming in and there's not like thousands of dollars on the line, like to me, that feels like a very minimal like stakes decision, right? And so I'll just offer to you, it all is going to work. The best thing you can do is be decisive and make decisions and make them quickly, that will make you so much money. Being indecisive will cost you so much money. You just have to decide. I'm someone that just knows what I'm doing. This is one of my thoughts you guys can borrow. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just decide to think this, right? I just come into the office every day and I'm like, I'm just someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> like, I'm just, 
That's just who I am. I just know what I'm doing, right? I've never built a multiple six figures business. I'm trying to get everything set up to scale to seven figures. I don't know how to do that. Like I could indulge in confusion and drama about that every day if I wanted to, but I just decide to think I'm someone that just knows what I'm doing. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be scared. I don't have to spend all this time agonizing over decisions. I'm just someone that knows what I'm doing. It's just who I am. And my brain does not naturally think that, right? We talk about this in the mastermind too, but my brain is like a, a toxic dumpster fire, right? For those of you that don't know my story, I have severe clinical depression that I've had my entire life. You know, I am not someone that's a naturally positive person. The reason I'm good at the mindset stuff is because I have to be, to be able to live with the brain I was given, right? So it's not like, so I don't want you guys that don't know me to think, oh, like easy for her, like she's positive. Like, trust me, I'm not. My brain is naturally super dramatic and super mean. <laughs> like no one understands this stuff better than me. You know what I mean? You just have to decide to think something else and have a different experience. At a certain point, you just have to decide to be done with it, right? Just like you don't do drugs or you don't smoke or whatever else you don't do, right? You're just like, I just don't do that. I'm just not a person that does that. You have to decide right now that you're not a person that indulges in all this drama. And I'm telling you, the more you do sales, a lot of this drama comes up when you guys are doing sales. That's why I wanted to talk about this tonight because you guys are doing this training. Some of you guys will come into the mastermind and some of you will go off on your own. But hopefully after the training, you guys are gonna go sell more things. All right, go watch the first training where I yelled at you. I'm like, this is not a hypothetical training. Like you need to sell something this week. This is not like watch faith on the live stream party. It's like, you need to like get your shit together and go sell something. Right. And I know when you guys do that, all of this stuff is going to come up the doubt and the fear um, and the, all of the self-indulgent negative emotions and being a jerk to yourself. Like all of that stuff is going to come up for you guys. And you just have to decide right now that you're just someone that knows what they're doing. And you're just someone I'm always like, things just work out for me. They just do. Right. I just think that like, you know, and it's not like everything is great and easy in my life all the time, but I'll tell you, it feels better to go through life thinking things are going to work. Right. I'm like, why wouldn't I just decide to think that in the future things are going to go great for me? I'm like, who better to have a good life than me? <laughs> That's one of my favorite thoughts. Who better to have a great fucking life than me? All right. So this is really, really important. You guys got to, I'm always like, I, sometimes I'll tell the mastermind, I'll be like, listen the fuck up. <laughs> and that just means I'm going to say something like important, right? I don't say it in a mean way. <laughs> I'm just like, everybody listen to me. <laughs> you only sell to customers, which I know you guys are like, duh, but stay with me. You only sell to customers, right? So a lot of times when someone can't afford their offer, you guys will indulge in a lot of drama and you'll want to change your price and you'll want to change your offer and you'll have all of this stuff that is like a complete waste of your time. Okay. You'll start thinking like my offer is too expensive. No one's going to buy it. Who's had that thought? <laughs> no one's going to buy it. <laughs> one person told me it was too expensive and now no one's going to buy it. <laughs> no one's going to want it. They can't, nobody can afford it. Right. I'm not going to make any money. This is never going to work. Right. So this is this is a great thought to opt out of the drama, right? Look at how this neutralizes all of that. When someone says they can't afford it, the only thing it means is they are not your customers. 
It doesn't mean anything about your offer. It doesn't mean anything about your pricing. The only thing it means is they are not your customers and you only sell to your customers. Now here's the next piece of this. Your customer has money and wants to spend it on your product. If they don't have money and they don't wanna spend their money on your product, they are not your customers. Quit worrying about them. <laughs> Listen, this, I want everybody to write this down. My customer has money and they want to spend it on the solution. <laughs> if they don't have money and they can't afford it, the only thing it means is that person is not your customer and you only sell to your customers and your customers have money, <laughs> right? You cannot build a business catering to people that don't have money. You can't. That's not gonna work. <laughs> you have to sell to people that have money that wanna spend it on your solution. Those are your customers. So businesses do not serve. There's no business that serves every single person on earth, right? There's no business that serves every single person on earth that doesn't exist. You're gonna serve some people. There are some people that you are gonna serve and you are gonna help and you are gonna sell to. There's like a little piece of your little pie, right? And if they can't afford it, it just means that they're not your customers. They're not in that slice. They're in somebody else's pie. That's it. Right? But we get in our heads about like, our thing is too expensive. Someone told me my offer is too expensive. And now everyone's going to think that. And now no one's going to buy it. We make it mean a bunch of things. It doesn't. And then that's when you guys get all whacked out and you change your business plan or you do a weird pivot. I've seen people like pivot into weird niches and like do all kinds of weird shit because you're thinking my offer is too expensive. No one's going to buy it. And I'm never going to make any money, but you're making things mean the things that they don't need because they don't mean, oh my gosh, you're making things mean things they don't mean. <laughs> that's like, that's really hard for me to say. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you this thought again. I just want to say it like over and over so you guys hear this. When someone says they can't afford it, the only thing it means is they are not your customers. And it really just means they're not your customers right now. They might be your customers later. A lot of people will go through my launch Right. A lot of people went through the launch in January and they were like, I don't have the money yet, but I'm going to get the business up where it's making some money so I can join. And now they joined this quarter. Right. A bunch of people did that. So they weren't my customers in January. They're my customers now because they have money and they want to spend it on the mastermind. So they are my customers. When they didn't have money, they're not my customers, right? They're going to consume the free content. They're going to go work with someone else. They're going to do, you know, listen to the podcast or do whatever they're going to do. But at that time, they were not my customers because my customer has money and wants to spend it on what my offer. Those are the only people I worry about. Do not worry about people that do not have money and do not worry about people that don't want to spend it on your solution. And I know this sounds mean. I'm not like being like, screw people that don't have money. That's not what I'm saying. We're talking about a business model, right? I'm talking about in a business context, right? You can worry about poor people outside of your business all you want. And you can help people and feed people and give your money away and all that stuff. And we can be very compassionate. But the problem is people make it mean like they can't afford it my stuff is too expensive i'm greedy i shouldn't be charging this whatever all of this stuff when the only thing it means is that that person is not your customer because your customer has money and they want to spend it on the solution if they do not have money and they can't afford it they're not your customer because your customer has money and wants to spend it on the solution <laughs> do i need to say it again you guys got it <laughs> This is important. I know this seems like duh, but I'm telling you, people mess this up all the time and it costs people a lot of money because it, it creates a lot of drama and it gets people very stuck 
And this will come up for you guys. Most of you guys will go out, you'll be excited after the training and you'll go out and do sales. And it, all it takes is like one person. It's like one person will say, I can't afford it. And you guys will go like off the rails. So I need you to hear this and know this, right? It doesn't mean your offer is too expensive. It doesn't mean anything about anything. It means that person is not your customer and you only sell to customers. You only sell to customers. You don't sell to other people. We don't sell to everybody. We only sell to our customers and our customers have money <laughs> and they wanna spend it on your solution. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> like tattoo that. <laughs> Everybody write that down. <laughs> that is like golden. That'll save you so much time. Just that thought. <laughs> you guys see how powerful thoughts are? Because I'm giving you some thoughts to think ahead of time, right? Because I know at some point people are going to tell you they can't afford your offer. So I'm like, here's a thought you can think instead of all this other crap that will the thought I'm giving you will actually get you the result you want, which is I only sell to my customers and my customers have money. So that person's not my customer, right? Do you see how your thoughts create a very different experience with sales? It creates a different outcome. So we could have like two people go off after this training and you guys go sell a bunch of shit. And then one person has, you both have the experience of someone saying, I can't afford your offer. And one person thinks, oh, that person's not my customer because my customer can't afford it. And then the other person thinks, Oh my God, I suck. This is never going to work. What am I going to do? No one's going to buy this. The, it's priced way too high. I have to put it on sale. I have to change my product. I have to add more stuff to it. I have to change my niche. Like it affects your outcomes. That's why this stuff is important, right? That's why I spend so much time thinking about the thoughts. The strategy is the least important part. Because you see how that person that's indulging in all that crap, it doesn't matter what Instagram strategy they have. It doesn't matter what email strategy they have. It doesn't matter whose launch plan they're following. It won't work, right? And I've seen it with like person after person after person. Some of you guys have experienced this. We're just doing strategy after strategy after strategy and course after course after course. And it feels like you're just like treading water, like you can't get anywhere. It's because there's probably some thought that is creating a result that you don't actually want. And strategy doesn't fix that. Strategy does not fix your brain. You can take all of the Instagram courses and all of the YouTube courses that you want. So let's talk about they can't afford it. I got some brutal truths coming. Are you guys ready? You guys want the real real? You want some like brutal truth? <laughs> I'm going to give a disclaimer, okay? Like I grew up extremely poor and I've been as broke as a person can be. And I will be the first person to tell you being poor and being in poverty is not your fault. It is unfair and no one should experience it. No one should be poor in this country. No one should have to live through that. And if you're experiencing that, it is not your fault. That is not what I'm saying. Okay, now get back to my business training, okay? So I wanna talk about this. When you think, when you are like, oh my God, they can't afford it. Who thinks this about their audience or some of their audience? They're like, my people can't afford it. They can't afford it, right? This person can't afford it. Sometimes you guys do this with specific people even, right? This person can't afford it. This person isn't going to be able to afford it. They're not going to be able to buy it. All you're doing when you're doing that is projecting your shitty money beliefs onto them. Because if you are doing that, I guarantee that you think you can't afford things. And this is not your fault because this is what we're taught, right? You think you can't afford things, right? But I never say like, oh, I can't afford things. Why? What would you say? What would you say instead? So people are like, 
this is the thing is like lots of things can be true at the same time. You want to ask yourself like what is useful and telling yourself you can't afford things is a very unhelpful thought. It is very unhelpful for you to say and it is very fucking unhelpful for you to think about your customers. It is super disempowering. It is super, super disempowering to think that. Right? So what else could be true? You can't afford it. You're so this is, here's something too. It's like, if I told, if, so a lot of people are like, I can't afford the mastermind, right? Which is fine, right? But so it's like, we can't afford the mastermind. But if I told them like, hey, like you got to get $97 a month or like everyone you love is going to be in a coma forever. Or like, if you don't give me $97 a month, I'm going to like kidnap your dog or something. <laughs> like they could get $97 a month. They could. They don't want to do the things they have to do to get it right now. And that's fine. Like sometimes it's not worth doing the things we have to do. But the, we need to tell ourselves the truth about our situation and who we are. And it's that you can always fucking figure out the things that you need to. Right. Even if somebody if someone you loved really needed twenty thousand dollars or something insane, like you could probably figure some pretty crazy shit out. Like maybe you would like refinance your house or you would go sell a bunch of shit or you would pick up things or you would get loans or like there's lots of things you could do. So the truth is, it's not that you can't afford it. It's just that you're choosing not to go get that money right now. So I'm like, I could always access the money. I'm choosing not to do that right now because I don't want those consequences, but it is my choice. I can't afford it is like, it's just happening to me. And then here's the thing, cause you guys are like, there are things I can't afford though. I can't afford a Ferrari. <laughs> so I'm doing a certification right now that I have wanted to do for years. It's $23,000, right? And I've wanted to be do it for years and years and years and I'm in it now, but I never told myself I couldn't afford it right? I told myself, I am going to build a life where taking a $23,000 certification makes sense. And I spent the last three years doing that. Like, do you see the difference? Because I could have just went $23,000. Who has that money? I can't do that. That would have been very, very available, especially like, you know, not even that long ago, right? But I chose to think, I was like, I'm going to figure it out. There's a way for me to get the money. There's a way for me to have a life where spending $23,000 doesn't feel psychotic. <laughs> and I'm going to figure out how to do that. And I'm going to go create that life. Right? And so there's another program I want to be in now. It's like a coaching program. It's $50,000 a year. And I'm like, who would I have to be? How would I have to be thinking? What kind of value would I have to be creating to be someone where spending $50,000 on a mastermind makes sense? <laughs> I'm not going, oh my God, I can't afford it. $50,000, like how could I possibly? <laughs> like I can't afford it, Ugh. right? I'm like, who would I, this is, these are good questions to ask yourself. Who would you have to be? How much value would you have to be putting out? What level would you have to be thinking at? to be someone that's able to generate like that amount of revenue, right? That's a different, it's a totally different experience in the world when you start thinking this way versus going around thinking I can't afford it. I can't afford it is the same thing as like, I don't know. So in the mastermind, they're not allowed to say I don't know on the calls. I will 
yell at people. <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm, you can't say that on my call. It's the least helpful thing for someone to say when I'm coaching them, right? And our brains all want to go to it. It's like, I don't know. And I can't afford it. It's kind of the financial version of I don't know. It's very lazy thinking. And it's not your fault. We're taught to think that way. Right? We're taught to think that we can't afford things and we can't have things and things aren't for you. But what if everything could be for you? Who better than you to have a good fucking life? Right? I'm like, who better than me to have a great life? Like, what if you could? Right? That's even a better thing. Here's even a bridge thought for you. So I can't afford it right now, but what if I could? I'm going to choose not to buy that right now. And how can I make my life make sense so that I can join next time? Like, that is a different experience. You'll have a different experience of money. And I'm not telling you guys to put things on credit cards and do things that are crazy. I'm just using that as an example that like a lot of times when we say we can't afford things, we really are choosing not to spend our money on that. We want to spend our money on something else, <laughs> right? Like I can't afford that, right? My brother did this. He bought a house with his partner and they just went around for like a year. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. We don't have any money. We don't have any money. They didn't do anything for like a whole year. They just like stayed at my parents' house and they, and but they were saving their money to, for a down payment on a house. So it's not that they couldn't afford it. They were choosing to spend their money on something else. They didn't want to spend their money on that. Do you see the difference? Like not wanting to spend their money on something and I can't afford it are two different things. But when you guys go around saying people can't afford things, you put them in victim energy, you project your shitty thoughts onto them. They can't afford it. Poor you. Poor you. You can't afford it. Versus thinking and believing that is their choice. They don't want to spend their money on that right now. And if they really can't afford it, like they have the ability to become someone that could afford it in the future. You see the difference, right? So it's like, yeah, you can't afford it could be true, but what else could be true? There's lots of things that can be true, but what's useful to think about? And I think that they can't afford it is a really shitty, disempowering thing to think about your customers. I would never think that about you guys. I think you are fucking resourceful. I think you figure things out. I think you make miracles happen. And I hold that energy for you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like mastermind, can you imagine if I went around and I was just like, oh, they can't afford it. They can't make money. They can't do it. I would never think that ever. I think you figure things out. I think you're an overcomer. I think you get the things in life that you really want. I think you're capable, right? Projecting things onto other people that they can't afford it and they can't get the money is a really shitty thing to think about someone. Right. And I'm not trying to make you guys feel bad. I know you're trying to be compassionate, but think about the energy of that. Like you guys go around, not just you guys, but this is what we do. We go around and we we see people and we're like, oh, you can't afford it. They can't afford it. The energy is very like, poor you, you poor thing. Like it's very, you're projecting like your shitty money beliefs onto them. Because I guarantee if you think this about your audience, you think that about you. You think you can't afford it. You think like you're a victim to money. So you're projecting your shitty money beliefs onto your audience. And like, you know, I think, I think there's different ways of seeing things in the world. And I think a lot of people need to be more empowered that like, you can go make money. Of course you can, you can figure it out, right? Of course you can. But when you're in the energy of like, of course I can, I'm not saying it would be easy and it will be fair. Like I'll be the first person to tell you like life is brutal sometimes and it is unfair. <laughs> 
like straight up. That's the experience everyone is having. Every single person is having the experience of being in a human body and having life be brutal and unfair. That's what we're doing. Everybody is doing that, not just you, right? And so knowing that, <laughs> what do we want to think? I think it's more helpful for us collectively to think empowered thoughts than to go around thinking like, poor me and poor you, and I can't afford it and you can't afford it. And we're all on this victim party together. <laughs> like, do not put that shit on your audience. Clean it up. <laughs> right? So what else could be true? Right? We've had people join the mastermind that like, she that like flipped stuff she like went and like curbs she was like taking stuff off the curb and like selling things i'm not saying you guys could have to do that you don't like you can choose not to do that you can choose not to go get a job you can choose not to like put things on credit cards but it is your choice right and that we want to take responsibility and tell ourselves the truth about the choices because when we do that we feel empowered versus like i just can't afford it and this is just what it is it's just like i'm gonna choose not to do that right now and how can I make it make sense in my life in the future so I can have it? So future me can have it. Like, that's a much more interesting thing for me to think about, right? I spend zero time, zero percent of my time thinking I can't afford things. I spend my time thinking about who would I have to be to have a life where something like that makes sense, right? Where spending $50,000 on a mastermind is not completely insane. Like, it, I make an amount of money where that makes sense. Like, who would I have to be? Like, that's interesting to me. Like, there's solutions in that. You can't afford it. There's no solutions in that. And you don't want to project that on your people. You don't want that to be true for them. You just don't. You guys get me? We can talk about this at the end. And we can do Q&A. And I'll clarify if, if anybody's, like, freaked out about this or having feelings about this. This is very triggering for people when I bring this up. So, you know, and we all have money trauma, too. And, like, you know, I'll be the first person to tell you, like, I have... I have serious money trauma from growing up in poverty. So if this is making you feel a type of way, like it is not your fault, right? It's also not my fault. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> so no matter what you price your offers at, there will always be some people who can't afford it and some people who can. No matter what you price it at. If you sell something for $5, there's like a certain amount of people that can't afford it and there's a certain amount of people that can't. That's it. Always, no matter what, no matter what price you sell at, that's just how it goes. Okay. And then the other thing is like, you don't know other people's financial situation. People love to go, oh my God, but my audience though, or my client though, or this person or this thing, you don't know other people's finances. It is very insulting to assume people have less access to money than they do. Right. And so a lot of you guys have um, heard me tell this story. So I'll tell like the short version, <laughs> but it's my favorite story to tell about this. It's like one of my friends had a huge year in her business. She had a huge year, right? Just like, like, like seven figures kind of year, like crazy, right? They're just like doing so well and, and having a great year. And while all of this is happening, she had never upgraded her car as the business was growing. She still had like, you know, like a really old car, like a 20, like something crazy, like a 20 year old car. Like it was like a total beater. Like it just barely worked. Um, and she just kept like putting off getting something new. And then so finally she was like, you know what? I'm going to upgrade my car. So they went to the Mercedes dealership and they rolled up in her car. Right. She rolled up in her shitty car. And the people that worked there made a lot of assumptions about who she was and what she was capable of and how much money she had. 
right? And it feels really bad when people make assumptions about you. It feels really bad when you assume people can't afford it and they can't go get the money if they want. Who's been in that kind of situation where someone has made assumptions about you? It feels really shitty. Do not make that assumption about your people. It is not helpful to them and it is not helpful to you. Right? It feels bad when people make assumptions about what you have access to. You have no idea what is going on in people's bank accounts. Even my brother. My brother was running around, like, not going out to eat, like, being like, we can't afford it. We don't go out. We can't do this. We can't do that. But they had tens of thousands of dollars in their bank account because they were saving for a house. Right? Just stop making assumptions about people. You don't know other people's finances. Believe that they are capable of going to make the money if they want. That's a much better belief to hold for people. Trust me. And you can be loving and compassionate for people and help people out where you can and all that stuff. And you can believe that they're capable of changing their situation because that's the only thing that's helpful to them. Pitying people and putting people in victim energy and going like, you can't afford it. They can't afford it. That is not helpful. Right? When people say they can't afford the mastermind, I'm like, I'm like, you know, take the stuff from the free training. Go and you can go make the money. And if you want, when we open it again, you can spend that money on this. Right. I'm not like, oh, my God, poor you. I'm like, of course they can make the money. Of course they can. They're more than capable. They're more than smart enough. They have everything they need. Like, that's a useful thing for me to think about, you guys. Like, pitying you isn't helping anybody. Your pity is not helping people. And then here's the last one. Are we ready? This is like a real mic drop. They know what's the best use of their money. They know what the best use of their money is. You need to trust them to decide. So if they buy your thing, that is the best use of their money. If they don't buy, their th buy your thing, that is the best use of their money. They decide. They know what is best. You do not know how people should spend their money. You need to trust them that they will spend their money the right way. Right? Because what we do is like, I don't know if they should be spending money on this. And I don't know if they should spend money on this. Or they spend their money on this other thing. But they should have bought my thing. And like, you don't know how other people should spend their money. They know how they should spend their money. And they're always right. They are the experts in their life and their financial situation and their stuff. And you need to just trust that they know what's best for them and you do not. And whatever, whatever choice they make to buy your thing or not buy your thing, that's the best decision for them. They're always right. They know what's best for them and you can trust them. And that way we don't have to run around feeling bad like, oh, my God, they gave me all this money. Like, oh, my God. They know what's best for them. If they spent their money on something you're selling, if they buy your high-end offer, you do not need to feel bad about that because they know what's the best use of their money is. We do not know what is best for other people, and we sure as hell don't know what's best for other people's finances, right? They know what's the best use of their money. So if someone buys your high-end thing or someone buys your course or someone upgrades or someone does whatever, you do not need to feel bad about that. You need to trust them. Right. When you guys are feeling guilty that people paid you, what you're saying is like, I don't trust you to make good decisions with your money. I think I know how you should spend your money and not you. <laughs> you guys see that? <laughs> they get to decide. They get to buy your thing or not. It's totally fine. Either way. There's lots of people in the world. We just always go find more customers. Right. It's totally fine. 
All right. So we're going to talk about making money is of service. So here's where people get hung up too. I want you guys to ask yourself who else benefits from your business being profitable, right? If your business started making six figures, how does that benefit your customers? You guys straight up get way more shit from me because I have Rebecca <laughs> doing the inbox and doing all the things behind the scenes. She does so much stuff to run the mastermind behind the scenes, right? You guys get a better customer service experience. You guys get more access to me. You get more everything. You get a totally better experience because my business is profitable. I could not give the people in the mastermind the experience I give them if the business wasn't profitable. There's zero shot zero shot in health. No way. Right. So because my business is profitable, I'm able to serve more people and serve them well and serve them at a higher level. Like what could you be doing for your customers if you had money? You could do giveaways. You could hire an assistant. I hire other experts to come in and talk to them and help them. I can do that because I have money. If I didn't have money, I can't do that. I can't do any of that. Right. If I didn't have money, I would have to be in the inbox and doing all the behind the scenes stuff. I wouldn't have time to do any of the extra stuff we do for you guys all the time. So your customers benefit from your business being profitable. The people you employ and offer work, we were talking about this in the mastermind earlier, someone's wanting to hire a house cleaner to help her, right? That house cleaner is benefiting from her business being profitable, right? I've needed work. There's definitely been times like in my life where I needed work, right? I needed work. And when you need work, getting work is a blessing, let me tell you. And I'm honored that I get to give that blessing to other people that want work and need work and I can pay them. And I feel like that is a real privilege and a blessing that I'm able to do that. Right? So if your business is profitable, you can also help other people. Right? I let my people work any hours they want. They can work whenever they want, wherever they want. Right? And I I want them to do good work to help you guys and it all works right how does it impact your family how does it impact your kids how does it impact your husband and your relationship your parents like how does making money benefit your family like how is it for their good right i'm able to help a lot of people out in my personal life that i would not have been able to do before straight up right and then the charities and causes you support. But if we keep not we keep not growing the business and we keep not doing the shit we need to do, a lot of you guys know what you need to go do. We're talking about this in the mastermind too. It's like you guys don't need to take any more courses. A lot of you guys know what you need to go do. And so if you just get over yourself and go do your things, all of these other people can benefit, right? If you're willing, I'm always like, if you're willing to feel uncomfortable emotions in your body and get on camera and feel uncomfortable emotions in your body and do sales, right? And practice helping people and practice teaching and do all the things you got to do to be good at what you do. This can all work for you, right? And then it impacts other people. When you make more money, it benefits. It's for the greater good of everybody in your life, right? We like to think like we kind of, I think women kind of get this idea especially where it's like it's it it means like we're good people when we're humble so a lot of women entrepreneurs I work with are in this energy of like I don't need to make a lot of money though like it's fine like maybe someday it'll work like I don't really need it it's whatever it's fine it's not for me 
right? Who does this? I used to do this. I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't need it. It's fine. If I could make a little bit, that would be nice. It's okay. I don't need it. I don't need a lot, right? And it's this total humble energy. But I'll tell you, you can't be poor enough to make other people less poor. You being poor does not make other people less poor. It just doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Right? If anything, you having money helps people that are poor because you can give them money. <laughs> you can fund, you can give to charities, right? You can do things for people that need help that you know. I love giving whenever I see people doing like GoFundMe on my Facebook timeline, I'll like give them money now. And that's that I love doing that, right? But if I were poor, I wouldn't be able to do that. I couldn't do that when I was poor, straight up. Like I did a lot of other good things, but I'll tell you, money can do a lot for a lot of people in the world, right? And I would love for more women to be well-resourced. I'm always like, money is a resource. I want to be a well-resourced woman so I can help a lot of people and have an impactful life. And money is a tool for me to do that. If I want to have an impactful life and help a lot of people and serve a lot of people at a high level, I need the resources to do that. And money is a resource. Right. People are always like money doesn't make you happy, which I totally agree with. I tell the mastermind that all the time. You're going to feel the exact same. But money does solve a lot of problems. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like most problems you have are easier to deal with when you have a bunch of money to throw at it. This is just the truth. Right. OK, were you good on that? Everyone deserves money, including me. Yes. Yeah. Deserving of money. You don't have to do anything to deserve money. You're all like, it's, it's neutral, right? It's just like, I don't deserve this sweater. I'm not like going around like, oh, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of like my, my iPhone. It's money is a neutral object. You guys, it doesn't mean anything about anything. It's neutral. You don't have to be deserving. Lots of people are undeserving to have a lot of money. <laughs> like lots of people. You do not have to be like good and hardworking and deserving to have money. There are lots of rich people that are not those things. Right. I don't go around being like, oh, my gosh, I have to be deserving of my coffee mug. I need to work on my coffee mug beliefs. I just get to have it. <laughs> this is my own coffee mug, my own branding. <laughs> I want you to think about other neutral objects where you do not have all of the, the stories and the beliefs that you have about money. And I want you to start thinking about money like that. You think about money like you think about your phone. It's just something you have. It's just something you can have if you want. That's it. That's it. You don't have to be deserving. You don't have to be a good person. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to do any of that shit to deserve it. You just have it just like anything else. It's neutral, 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 neutralize all of your shit around money. Does it mean anything? All right. Let's talk about selling yourself on your offer. I got to get a move on. I'm going way too slow, but I felt like that part was really important. Was that helpful for you guys? Let me know what your takeaways were. I would love to see them. I go back and read all of the chat after but I can't read it and talk like my brain can can't do that <laughs> all right let's talk about selling yourself on your offer before you sell your offer to anybody else you need to sell it to yourself and you need to sell it to yourself hard and you need to sell it to yourself often right do not outsource your belief to your customers you guys can tell I'm getting serious I'm like waving my arms <laughs> Do not <laughs> outsource your belief to your customers. So you know if you're doing this when you're like, you're like, I'll think my thing is good if people buy it. And if people don't buy it, then I'm going to think my offer sucks. 
The belief comes from you. It doesn't come from people buying it. It has to come from you. You have to believe in it. You have to think it's great. You have to think it's the best offer on the market. You have to think they should spend money on it. And you have to create those beliefs before anybody buys it. That's your job to create those beliefs. Do not outsource that to your customers. Do not outsource that to your offer. You take responsibility for you and decide to believe in your offer ahead of time. You have to believe it's great and believe it's going to work before you have any evidence. This is why it's hard for our brain. And this is why, like I'm telling you, you've got to do it all the time. You have to actively sell yourself on your offer every day, right? Because our brains have a really hard time believing things when there's not evidence yet. So it's like, well, I'll think it's good if people buy it. If I have a good launch, then I'll think good things about my offer. That does, this doesn't work that way. You have to believe ahead of time. And belief comes from you. It doesn't come from making money. It doesn't come from people buying your thing. It doesn't come from your launch going great. It doesn't come from people commenting on your social media. You do not want to outsource your belief to those things. Trust me. It is not sustainable and it is not helpful. You are responsible for creating your belief in your offer. It comes from you right? Do not outsource belief to your customers. Like when you guys buy, I'll think my stuff is good. <laughs> when you guys buy, I'll think the course is good. When you guys take it and tell me it's good, then I'll think it's good. It's like you think it's good. You sell yourself on it. You have to be sold, 100% sold on your offer and why it's great, right? Before people ever buy it, before it ever creates any results, like you believe in it and you need to, this is how you're going to do it. You need to actively sell yourself on your offer every day. So you need to think in your brain or write in your journal every day about why your offer is great and to do this for 30 days. I'm telling you, it will change your sales. Sell yourself on why you love your offer. I spend so much time walking around outside thinking about how much I love the mastermind and how much I love my, my community, how much I, it's such a great value and it's so great. And they're getting these things this week and it's amazing. I spend time thinking that actively to sell myself on my offer every day, right? The belief comes from me. And then even if everybody else left the mastermind, I would still think it's great because I love it because I've spent so much time selling myself on it. And I've spent so much time creating love for it and putting love on it and just really thinking about how much I love it. Like, are you spending time thinking about how great your offer is and how it's a great value and how much you love it and why people should buy it, right? You need to spend time thinking about that stuff every day. You need to sell yourself a hundred times harder than you would sell anybody else. Like you need to be like sold in your bones, right? Like you need to know. Even when no one is buying it and no one is listening to you and no one, it's just like all a mess, you know, in your bones, you're like, I have the best offer, right? I'm always like, I have the best offer in the market. I have the best offer in the business, period. You will not find business coaching at the level that we give in the mastermind at the price point, fucking period, point blank, right? And I spend time thinking about that all the time, about how that's such a great value. You got to think that way about your offer, right? You're like, I have the solution. They have this problem. I have the solution. It's such a great value. I love it so much. It is amazing for these reasons. Write out all the reasons. I'm telling I'm telling you, do it every day for 30 days. Sell yourself on your offer. And then if you're launching and freaking out, this is what I do. I just go back and I write all of the reasons why the mastermind is great and how it's amazing and like all the stuff they get. And I sell myself on it, right? You need to actively sell yourself on it. And then you don't need anybody to do anything to think your offer is great. I'm like, I love when we get great feedback about the mastermind and I love that people love it. But like, I thought it was great even when people weren't telling us that, right? It's like, it comes from me. I create my experience with my offer. 
I don't rely on you guys telling me it's good. I don't, I love that, but I don't need that. I think it's good. I think it's a great offer, right? I decide to think that because I've spent so much time selling myself on it and thinking every day, I have the best offer in the business. They're never going to find coaching at this level, at this price, period, end of story, right? So really, really take that to heart. Sell yourself on your offer and it will change your business. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Kind of nine through 19. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to speed up. I was like really going to try and do this in an hour. It's now eight Oh seven. What I have things to say, right? Okay. The results are neutral and they don't create feelings. We think like when we have a bad launch, we just feel bad because we had a bad launch. And then we think when we have a good launch that we feel good because we have a good launch. And we think when we have a bunch of money, we feel good because we have a bunch of money. And when we don't make the money, then we feel bad. You do not want all of your external circumstances creating your feelings. Not sustainable. So having like we just did this in the mastermind earlier, like zero dollar launch is neutral. You get to think whatever you want. Right. So someone had a zero dollar launch. And then we were talking about all of the thoughts you could think about that. Right. So, so if we have a zero and zero dollar launch means no one bought. So you did a launch and no one buys. Right. That's like the first thing that's neutral. It doesn't mean anything. Right. And then you have a thought, right. This person's thought was like, it's not working. Um, you know, and a lot of people have that thought it's not working. I can't do it. It's never going to happen. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. You could have those thoughts or you could have the thoughts like, I, I have, we have lots of people that come in the mastermind that do, um, not lot, but yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, everybody has $0 launches, but people will come on the, on the zoom call and they'll tell me, they'll be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I had to come tell you, like, I had to come to the call and tell you I launched my thing and no one bought, but it was amazing. Like I did it. I finally did it. Right. And their thought about their $0 launch is I finally did it. Like, holy fuck, I, I did it. <laughs> I made it happen, right? I'm amazing. Like, those are their thoughts about it. But you get to decide what things mean. That's what I'm saying. You can tell a lot of painful stories about no one buying your stuff. Or you can say, I'm going to figure it out. Right? You can say, oh my God, I did it. I'm doing it. I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I'm doing it. I'm in the game. I'm actually doing it. This is the game. Let me figure this out. Right? So just remember this. Results are always neutral. They don't create feelings. Your thoughts create your feelings. So there's your results in your business, right? There's the results you create in your business of people buying or so many people signing up or so many page views. There's the results you create. There's your thoughts about them. And then there's feelings. But a lot of people don't understand this. And they're like, when the business, when something good happens in the business, they feel good. And then when something bad happens in the business, they feel bad. And they don't understand it's their thoughts that's creating those feelings. They think it's the results they're creating. And then you're going to create an experience for yourself in your business where you only feel good when your business is going well, which anybody that has a business is telling, will tell you that will never happen. You will never have a business where just everything is positive all the time. The worst result, <laughs> the worst result you'll get is you experience a negative feeling in your body. A lot of people are scared of doing sales because it feels awkward. How do you guys feel when you do sales? Tell me in the chat. Like you feel awkward, you feel cringy, you feel gross, you feel sleazy, um, you feel scared, you feel nervous, whatever. You feel like a weirdo. However, but that's the worst that happens. It's like you have that feeling in your body. And then no one buys. But a lot of people 
are already have the result of not making they're like making no money and then they're like oh my god i want to do my first launch but what if no one buys and it's like well if no one buys you are literally creating the result you already have <laughs> it's like this is as bad as it gets <laughs> and it like won't get better unless you sell something right oh my god like what if no one buys who's had that thought oh my god <laughs> You always want to play that out. Like, what if no one buys? Like, I'm always like, on the calls, I'm always like, answer that. Like, what if no one buys? And it's like, well, I guess I would make no money. It's like, do you, are you making any money now? Well, no, right? And so the worst experience is you have, like, no one buys and you feel shitty about that and that's it. Like, you have a negative feeling in your body, right? That's it. The worst that happens is, what, no one buys? People, have, every person asks for a refund. This is something, this probably would never happen, but like a lot of people are like what if every person asks for a refund every person asks for a refund so you refund everybody and you probably feel pretty bad in your body that's it that's all that happens that's the worst that's the absolute worst case scenario like that would be crazy that's never going to happen not every person is going to ask for a refund but even even so i'm saying like that's the worst that will happen to you doing sales the absolute worst case scenario they ask for a refund and then you think that sucks and then you feel bad in your body and that's it. And guess what? You felt lots of negative feelings in your body. It's fine. That's what we do as human beings. Sometimes we feel happy. Sometimes we feel bad, right? It's all fine. It's just feelings. You don't need to be scared of feeling bad. It's fine. Okay. Stay in your business. So we talk about this in the mastermind a lot. This is not mine. This is from Byron Katie, um, who is a like spiritual life coach. Um, but I love this. And she talks about there's your business there's other people's business and there's God's business. <laughs> if you don't believe in God, it's like the universe or like external forces or whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. But there's your business. There's other people's business and there's God's business. A lot of times when we're in sales, we're in other people's business. You're like, oh my God, what are they going to think about the price? Who's done, who has tried to like experience like what your customers are going to think about your content? I used to do this where I would write posts and I would like try to think, I would like think in my brain, like what people would think when they were reading it. <laughs> Right. We spent, that's like being in other people's business. Right. And we do this a lot in sales. We're like, oh, my God, what are they going to think when they see the price? Like, what are they going to see when they what are they going to think when they think about the sales page? What are they going to think about this? What are they going to think about that? And we're like in other people's business. We're like, oh, my God, they can't afford it. They can't this. They can't that. Oh, my God. La, la, la. And it's like you're in other people's business. You need to be in your business, in your body, in your experience. And so when your brain goes to do that, which it will do. Right. So when you're, you're like, oh my God, what are people going to think about this offer? Are they going to think this? Or are they going to think that? What are they going to think? All of that is a waste of your time. You're never going to know what anybody's thinking. Even if they tell you, you still don't know for sure that that's what they're thinking. <laughs> so like, right. It's a total, total energy leak. Leaks all your energy being in other people's business. Right. So what I want you to do when your brain goes to that, I want you to do a U-turn. <laughs> you're going to flip it back on you. Right. So if your brain is like, what are what are people going to think about this product? You go, what do I think about the product? You need to worry about what you think. Worry about raising your belief. Right. If you raise your belief, then you'll raise their belief, too. If you don't think it's great, they're not going to think it's great. So you don't need to worry about them thinking it's great. You need to worry about you thinking it's great. What do you think? What do you think about your content? What do you think about your business? What do you think about your price point? Anytime you're in other people's business, you need to turn it around and be like, what do I think? Right? What do I think? It's way more useful for you guys to spend time thinking about what you think, right? And thinking new thoughts and building belief and doing that work. It is a much better use of your time than wondering 
and speculating what other people are thinking about your stuff. Total energy leak gets you nowhere, right? Just like spinning your wheels. And then the same thing with God's business. So God's business would be like, when your business is going to make money, if something goes viral, like when you'll finally be profitable, like those are the universe's business, not your business. Stay out of it. Like you just stay in your body and your experience, worrying about your thoughts, doing your thing, focus on your work. How do you make your work better? That would be a much better use of your time. How do you help more people? How do you be more impactful? Much better use of your time, right? Is my business ever going to work? That's God's business. Stay out of God's business. Stay in your business, <laughs> right? Your business is going to work. Like if you stay in your business long enough with a high enough belief and taking enough actions, your business will work. Stay out of God's business. Stay out of other people's business. Stay in your experience. What do you think about your price? What do you think about your offer, right? You need to be clean. And then if we're not if we're not relying on other people's thoughts to create our belief, right? We do. I used to do this. Um, I used to do this with like my boyfriend and my family all the time. I just like when I was first starting, when I was like a little baby entrepreneur, I just like wanted someone to tell me my idea was good and my business was a good idea. And they thought I could do it. I wanted it so bad. And I would like go around kind of like, kind of like, oh, I'm doing this thing. Like I have a product. And I, I just wanted someone to be like, Babe, like you're doing a good job and it's going to work. No one was going to say that to me. I didn't have anybody in my life at that time that was going to say that to me, right? So I had to create my own belief. And like, I hope everybody has supportive people in their life, but some of you don't. And guess what? It's not a problem. It doesn't matter if your husband thinks your business is stupid. It doesn't matter if your mom says whatever. None of that shit matters. That's their business. What do you think? What do you think? Quit outsourcing your belief, right? I wanted them to tell me my business was good so I could feel in higher belief because I was in low belief and I was I was delegating, right? I'm like, can you believe in my business so I can believe in my business? <laughs> and it's crazy, right? Because I'm like, I don't even believe in it, but I want you to believe in it somehow, right? And you're just like, oh my God, I'm in low belief. Somebody tell me my idea is good. What do you think about your idea? Don't worry about what other people think. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they think it's good. It doesn't matter if they think it's bad. It doesn't matter if somebody tells you your business is stupid. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what you think and what experience you're having in your body. Right? I used to like experience my life through what I thought other people thought about me. Right? You guys ever do this where you like put on like an outfit or you do your makeup and you think about what other people are going to think about it? Like experience your life through you. What do you think about it? What do you want to think about it? Right? Be in your body, in your brain with your thoughts. You do not know what other people are thinking. And this is my favorite example too. Have you guys ever lived with someone? Like a lot of times you'll be like married to someone, living with them, and you'll be like, oh my God, they're so mad about this thing. They're so mad about it. They're just like having the worst time about it. And then you talk to them and they're like, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> they're like, I'm mad about this thing at work, right? And that person lives in your house and you still don't know what they're thinking. Why on earth do you think you know what strangers on the internet are thinking? You don't know. And even if people tell you, you still don't know what they're thinking because they could be thinking anything in their brain. You just don't know what other people are thinking. It is not a good use of your time. What is a good use of your time is being a leader, right? We were talking about that in creating demand. And part of being a leader and part of having like high belief is like when you think your idea is good, when you think your work is good, when you think your stuff is good, other people will think it's good. But you have to have the belief first. You have to be the leader. 
right? It comes from you. It doesn't come from sales. It doesn't come from your husband saying it's good. It doesn't come from your customers. It comes has to come from you. It can't work any other way. It's the only way. You've got to raise your belief up in what you're doing yourself. It's all on you. So it doesn't matter what anybody else is thinking, right? It matters what you're thinking. A lot of us have no idea what we're even thinking in our own brain because we're spending so much time thinking about what other people are thinking in their brains. <laughs> it's like out of other people's business in your business, right? What do you think about things? Great use of your time. Great. you like thinking about what you think about things and what you want to think about things and what results your thoughts like that's all good use of your time. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna break it all down. Are we ready? We're gonna do like rapid fire strategy. I got you simple. So this is the way if you're like, I want to make more money. You just do these things. You can get more people. You can sell more often. You can increase your conversions, which is like get more of the people that are hanging out lurking to buy. You can raise your prices and you can create more repeat buyers. That's kind of most of the leverage points, right? There might be like a couple other little ones, but these are the main ways. If you want to make more money, you need to do one of these things, okay? Get more people, sell more often, increase conversions, raise prices, repeat buyers. This is not complicated. Do not make this complicated. Do it in the simplest, easiest way, right? Do not go, oh my God, I need to get more people. Let me like figure out funnels and Facebook ads or go down this whole thing. Be like, what is the easiest, fastest way for me to get more people? And then do that, whatever that is for you, right? It's different for all of you. That's it. Do not do the fastest, easiest, most basic, basic, basic way, right? And then we can get fancy as we like grow our team. And as we grow our revenue, you guys can get super fancy. But if we're just starting, right, and we're new, we got to be scrappy. And it's like, what is the fastest, easiest way to get shit done? If you do not have a VA yet, you need to be asking yourself, your time is precious if you don't have a VA yet. So you need to be asking yourself all the time, like, is this really necessary for me to make sales? Will this actually help sales? And is there an easier, faster way I should be doing it? Because your time is everything. It is the most precious, valuable resource you have. If you're a solopreneur and you don't have anybody helping you and you're trying to build this thing on the side, you need to really like look at your time as like super, super precious. It's the only employee you have in your business. If your only employee you have in your business is not prioritizing their time and not thinking about how to make more sales, you're in trouble, right? So you need to think about how would you want your only employee to be acting and thinking and showing up in your business. And then you need to be that person now ahead of time before you make any money. Simple sales process. This is all you're going to do. You're going to sell your offer. Okay. We're going to try. I don't care how you sell it. Just try to sell it. See if it works. Right. And then you're going to debrief whatever you were doing to sell it. So if you sold on emails, you're going to debrief that. You're going to debrief your launch. If you're in the mastermind, you have my whole debrief, like all of the worksheets and stuff. You're going to do the debrief worksheet. You can come to coaching. You can ask us questions, whatever. You're going to like really figure out like what went good and what like what could have been better and what could I try next time to get a different result. And then you just make a new plan and you do it again. That's it. No drama required. Nowhere in here is like, think you suck. <laughs> think about how hard it is, right? Who spends a lot of time thinking about how hard it is? Such a useless waste of your time, right? This is it. You just do this. Be clean. You can opt out of all of it. Like I said in the beginning, you just decide there's no drama with this. I'm going to sell my offer. I'm going to debrief my launch. I'm going to make a new plan and make adjustments. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to keep doing it until it works. If you do this, you will figure out something that works for you eventually, 
But I'll tell you, a lot of entrepreneurs have to try a lot of different things before they figure out what works. So I would just try like things as fast as you can. Like speed is your friend. Sell like, you know, sell something all the time or sell a bunch of different things or do whatever you got to do. So I want to offer to you guys, because a lot of you guys are like, I don't want to do sales. I feel weird and I hate it. And it's gross. Your launch is a win for them. You want to give them an experience where you guys are in my launch right now. <laughs> like this is my launch. I'm going to open the mastermind on Monday. Right. But the, the launch is a win for you. Like a lot of times people come to all my launches. Right. They come in because they want the free training. A lot of you guys are in the mastermind. The mastermind like wants my free training because they know I'm going to come with the real. Right. They're like, I want like they's going to yell at everybody. I want to go watch that. <laughs> like nobody is offended. Right. I'm like, I'm gonna, and I'm straight with you guys. I'm like, the mastermind is opening on Monday. I have a program. It is awesome. It is opening on Monday. Here you go. I'm going to show up and I'm going to help you for free as much as I possibly fucking can in this week. We do it every quarter, right? And people come back. They come back to your launches. So this is what I, I want to use this as a result, right? As an as example, you can do this. Like, could you create an experience that's like that for your people? Like, what would you have to do? Who would you have to be? What would you have to be thinking to be able to have a sales experience and a launch that's a win for them? Right? Where I'm like, even if you don't join the mastermind, like, you should still come to the launch. I'm like, even if you're in the mastermind, you should still come to the launch. It's, it's good, right? <laughs> it's like a good use of your time. I think it's good, right? Um, and so... I would just ask yourself, like, what would you have to do? Who would you have to be to be able to have a, a winning experience for them? Right. Where it's like, man, like that was really great. I really love that. I learned all these things. So fun. You guys can do it. Right. And if you're thinking, oh, my God, I could never do something like that. Who's thinking that? <laughs> you guys like how I know what you're thinking. <laughs> like you're like, oh, well, that's good for her. Like, I don't I can't do that. How would I do that? Whose brain goes to like, I don't know how, but I'm like, create a big winning experience for your people. Your brain is like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. You learn how to do it through action, not thinking. So you learn how to have really valuable launches by launching more, right? You learn how to help your people more by helping them more, right? And you want to think about, you have so much value that you have repeat people. Who in here was in the launch in January? Who on here was on the launch in January? Like there are people on here that came back to the launch, right? Even if they're not going to buy the mastermind or even if they're already in the mastermind, they're like, I want to be in the launch because <laughs> they know it's going to be dope, right? So I want you guys thinking like, it's a win. I'm not thinking like, oh my God, I have to open the mastermind. Everybody's going to be annoyed. They're going to be so bothered. I just sold to them in January. I'm on camera all the time. They're going to get so sick of me. I don't think any of that. I'm like, you should come to the launch. It's going to be good. I'm going to give you as much as I can. I'm always like, I'm going to lay it out on the field. I'm going to give you as much as I possibly can. And even if you never buy from me, I still want you to win, right? You want to make that kind of experience for your community. Like, what would you have to do? Who would you have to be to, to really have them feel like that was a win? Like, that was a good use of my time, right? Like, I loved that. That was great. Right. Even if they don't buy from you and then you'll still get like they'll still send friends or like they'll join eventually. I'm always like it all is like reciprocated eventually. So I want you guys thinking about that. Right. Your launch is not annoying. Who thinks selling is annoying? You're like sales is annoying. I'm just annoying them. 
I do not think that I'm always like, we say this in the mastermind, we're like, you're welcome. Because I'll be like, you know, when I'm when I'm doing these trainings, and I'm doing the launches, and I'm doing this stuff, I spend a lot of time doing this, by the way, and we could sell this, right? I could just sell this as a training or something. Um, and make a lot of money doing it. Right. But I don't want to do that. I want to do it for free. And my whole vibe is like, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> like, I spent all day making this. I made you guys musical videos. <laughs> you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I'm never like, oh my God, I'm going to annoy them. They're going to be so bothered. They're going to be so annoyed. Everybody's going to hate me. I'm like, you're welcome. You are welcome, you guys. I spent my time doing this today for you and you are welcome. Like, think about that energy when you do sales. I'm not saying that for me. I'm saying it as like how the energy I want you to have when you do sales. A lot of people have the energy in sales where they're like, oh my God, I don't want to bother them. And and like, I have a thing to sell, but I don't want to be annoying and then, right? Who sells in that energy? You're just like, oh my God, I don't want to bother them though. I don't want to be too much. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm launching the mastermind. We're doing a free training and you are welcome. You are welcome, community. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> right? We have that on a mug. Oh, yeah, I have it here. We have it in a mug in the mastermind. You're freaking welcome. When you join the vault, you get one of our mugs. Okay, here we go. This is important. I know we're getting long, but like, listen, this is super important. You create your own strategy. So only, only your strategy works for you. Only your strategy works for you. Other people's strategy do not work for you. Quit trying to look at and have somebody tell you what to do. Quit trying to look and like do what everybody else is doing. You have to figure out your strategy. And the only way to figure out what your strategy is, is by selling. That's it. You cannot take courses. You cannot get a step-by-step -step plan. You cannot do that. You have to figure out what works for you by selling, right? I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, I could give you guys exactly what we did in this launch. I have it. I have literally every fucking post, every email, everything, everything we made, everything I did. I have it all. I could just take that and give it to them. And if I thought it was useful to them, I would do that. But I don't do that. Do you guys know why? Because if I do that, that's making them less resourceful. Right. They do. If I give them a step by step plan, that makes them less resourceful and it makes their brain less valuable. And the way to make more money is having a more valuable brain and being more resourceful. If you want to make more money, you have to become someone who's more resourceful, who thinks at a higher level, whose brain is more valuable. If I go and tell you guys every single thing we did in the launch, my brain gets more valuable, not yours. Right. And so stop looking and asking for people to give you step by step and thinking you need that you do not need that you need to get in the game and figure out what works for you the reality is like there's very specific things that work for me i have a i'm sure you guys can tell i have a very specific personality <laughs> i have a very specific relationship with my audience right and i have a i'm in a specific niche so like what i do is not going to work for you right it would only end it would only work for you if you had my thoughts and feelings while you were doing it the actions aren't what makes the biggest difference. It's the thoughts and feelings. So unless you were like literally being me, that plan is not going to work for you. And probably some of you guys have tried this. Who's tried a strategy that you know works for other people and then you try it and you're like, this is a debacle. <laughs> like, I hate this and this is not working, right? It's because that's not your strategy. You have to figure out your strategy and you are the only one that can figure out your strategy. Stop 
asking other people what to do. The only way to figure out what to do is you figure it out with your brain by becoming more resourceful and making your brain more valuable. That's it. Right? You've just, and like, even if you don't know what to do, if your brain is going, but I don't know what to do though. You know one thing to do. You know one thing you could try. What is that? Go do that. And then you just try one more thing. <laughs> Go do that. Right? That's it. And you figure out your strategy by being you in your business and practicing sales and selling a bunch of times, right? I would have never figured out this launch strategy that we're using right now if I had not launched a gazillion times. I don't even know how many times we've launched at this point. It feels like a million, lots of times, right? I would have never figured that out. And no one could have told me. No one could have told me like exactly how to do it and exactly what we do. I had to figure it out with my brain myself. Do not outsource your thinking to coaches. Don't do it. It doesn't help you. It doesn't. A lot of people have probably had this experience where you bought some course that was supposed to be step by step. It's like, I'm going to take you through. It doesn't work for everybody. It works maybe for some people, but it does not work for everybody. Why are other people not successful then? It does not work, right? Some of you guys have had that experience, I'm sure, right? And it's because step by step plans make you less resourceful. They make your brain less valuable. You think less. If I tell you what to do, then I'm using my brain to think more. My brain gets more valuable. If you use your brain to think less and to whatever I tell you, that makes your brain less valuable. That's why I do not do that in the mastermind. I do not tell you guys what to do. I tell you how to think so you can figure out what you need to do yourself. Sometimes I will lead you there, <laughs> right? By very specific lines of questioning. <laughs> but I don't sit there and tell you, oh, go do this. It's your business. You need to figure that shit out. And me telling you what to do is not helpful to you. It will not work. The only way for you to figure out what works for you is for you to use your brain to figure out your specific launch strategy. It's different for everybody. There's so many people making money. They're all doing it different. I'm telling you. I'm in this mastermind right now. It's crazy. People And people are making a lot of money, but their business models are like wildly different wildly different different things work for different people if there was a step-by-step -step plan that worked everyone's business model would be the same right it would be like you just do these things but everybody's business model is different because the step-by-step -step plans don't work for everybody you need to make your own plan okay so here we go i'm like really trying to give you guys a lot because this is the last one i'm doing actually I, i'm gonna do a bonus one that's not true I'll talk about that in a second. So I want this, even if you're not in the mastermind, you still do this. This is the framework we are going through. If you are in the mastermind, you will get modules and you will get coaching on this all quarter long. If you're not in the mastermind, listen up, right? You're going to make a 90 day plan. You're going to manage your thoughts, feelings, and actions about your plan, right? So we're not going to think about maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be doing that. Maybe you're just going to think I have a plan. I like my plan. I'm following the plan for 90 days. And at the end of 90 days, I'm going to make a strategic decision. Right. And if you, if you follow your plan for 90 days, you'll probably have some results and some data you can look at, and then you can adjust at the end of the quarter. What happens is people just have a bad feeling. They're like, I feel bad. I'm going to change my plan. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to change my launch date. I'm going to change my program. I'm, no, you don't do any of that. Right. You just let whatever feelings come up. You line up your thoughts with the results you want. What result do you want to create? Who would you need to be? And what would you need to be thinking to create that result? You just keep being that person and being that person and being that person for 90 days. And it's going to be hard. Your brain is not going to want to do it. 
Trust me, someone just said this in the mastermind. They were they were like, Dave has told me not to change my plan a thousand times. And now I see why. Because <laughs> she got to the end of the quarter and she looked at all the results she was had created, right? And now it's like she has data and results she can look at so she can make a strategic business decision. Remember, emotional decisions, decisions to make yourself feel better are not strategic, right? What happens is like, you know, no one buys my thing. You feel bad. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to change my price. I'm going to cut my price in half. That is not a strategic business decision. That's you feeling crappy in your body and then changing your plan so you can raise your belief. You're outsourcing your belief to your plan. Okay. Your belief is you. Your feelings are you. Your business does not create your feelings, right? Your results do not create your feelings. We do, don't outsource that stuff. It's you. So if you feel bad, you need to look at you, not your plan, not your business, not your, don't change anything. <laughs> like leave everything the same. Make a 90 day plan, line up your thoughts, feelings, and actions with that result. It should be a money goal for a lot of you. And then at the end of the quarter, at the end of the quarter, you adjust your plan and your brain is going to hate this, right? What's going to happen is you guys are going to make a 90 day plan and you're going to feel super excited about it for like, I don't know, five days. And then you're gonna be like, I don't know if this is right. Maybe I should do, somebody else is doing this. Maybe I should be doing this. <laughs> or like, I don't know if this is working. Like, I don't know. I think I should be doing this, <laughs> right? This is what we do. And your job is to be like, no, I am going to look at it in Q3 and then I will decide then. That's it. You make the plan, you follow the plan and you manage your brain. That's it, okay? So whatever situation gives you the most, this is your homework. I don't, I didn't put, to pretend it says homework at the top. What's the wish, where's the, blah, blah, blah. oh my God, <laughs> I've been talking too long. What situation gives you the most mindset drama? Decide ahead of time what you're going to choose to think in that situation. And then you're going to share your thought in the group. So you guys can tell me in the chat, what situation I would love to see too. What situations give you guys the most mindset drama? Is it no one buying? Is it that you're not making money yet? What do you spend most of your time? Like when your brain is being super dramatic, my brain always loves to think like, um, everybody hates me. That's like my brain's favorite thought to give me. That's the most, and it's, so, it's such a dramatic thought, right? What is the most dramatic, barfiest, grossest? And don't give me the thoughts like when you're excited and happy and everything's great. Give me like, give me the, <laughs> give me the thoughts, the dramatic thoughts of like when you're tired and no one bought and it's all shitty. Like, what do you think then? <laughs> and then decide ahead of time what you're going to choose to think in that situation. So I gave you guys one at the beginning, right? And it was just like, if people say it's, if people can't afford it, they're not your customers, right? If people say they can't afford it, they're not your customers. That's just a thought I gave you guys of something you can think ahead of time, because I know that's going to happen, right? You can decide ahead of time, if no one buys your thing, if you don't meet your goal, what are you going to think about that? Right? So if you don't meet your 90 day goal, a lot of people have a lot of drama about that. If you don't meet your 90 day goal, you can just choose to think something else. You can just be like, I learned the lessons I need to learn. You don't have to think, oh my God, it didn't work. I've been working so hard. You don't have to think any of that. And you can decide ahead of time what you're going to think. And then share whatever thought you come up with. I just want you to think what situation might trip you up this quarter. Like think about what situation might trip you up and be hard and dramatic. Where is it going to be tempting for you to be the most dramatic? And in that moment, if you could like program something in your brain, what would that thought be? If you could pick it 
and then I want you to tell me in the Facebook group. Okay, we're, I'm almost done. So, and I'll do Q&A at the end if you guys want to. I've been hanging out at the end and answering questions. I know it's late, but I don't know. I like hanging out with you guys. So, Monday at noon, we're doing bonus party. I'm going to announce the bonuses for Q2 in the mastermind. I'm going to announce the co-coaches. We're going to announce the winners of the giveaways and the mastermind will be open for everyone to join. So that's on Monday. I'll be live in the group hanging out. I'll do q and We'll just hang out, right? We'll be, be doing giveaways, hanging out, Faith answering questions, Faith ranting about whatever, Monday at noon in the pop-up group, okay? Wednesday at noon, I'm going to do a bonus training. I was not going to do this. I just decided earlier. I actually had this to do in the mastermind, but I decided... I was like, and it was like, I was going to bribe you guys to go in the mastermind and then you would get this, but I just decided to do it with everybody. Okay. So we're going to do it for everybody. Everybody can come and we're going to do, if you're like, I don't know how to make a 90 day plan. I got you. I'm going to tell you how. <laughs> so Wednesday at noon, I'm going to do a bonus training for you guys and we're going to plan your quarter. Okay. Even if you're not in the mastermind, everybody's going to get a plan. Okay. And then Thursday at midnight, the mastermind will be closed for Q2. So right now, the only time you can join the mastermind is Monday through Thursday. That's it. It's not open now. I'm not going to let people in tonight. It's going to be. And then that's it. We don't open it again for the quarter. So if you want coaching from me, if this stuff is resonating for you, I would. Uh, here's like my hint for you. I would highly suggest you join on Monday. There might be something you guys want and you will get if you do monday sign up so everybody that signs up on monday maybe might could be maybe possibly getting a special thing that you're gonna want <laughs> you get you do you get what i'm saying to you <laughs> if you're gonna join i would join on monday because you're gonna get an extra thing so yeah doors are opening on monday everybody will be able to join you guys will love it i have one last little video at the end and then i can answer any questions if you guys have questions you want to talk about money mindset you want to talk about sales you want to talk about drama i will stay on and answer your questions okay there we go boss mastermind this is where come to blow their own minds. We don't accept the status quo and we don't believe everything we're told. We create our own beliefs and build our own path. In our community, we're growing the next generation of leaders. If this sounds exciting, it's because it is. If it sounds hard, it's because it will be. But together, we don't back down. In this community, women make their own money. We make it out of fucking nothing. We create it out of thin air, using our mind, doing good in the world, helping other people. And we know the more money we make, the more lives we change. This journey is going to require you to think differently, to dream bigger than ever before to take steps and do things that scared the shit out of you and get up and do it again but i promise you you have everything you need you're ready 
Let's do this. This is the Becoming Boss Mastermind. Becoming Boss Mastermind. Hey guys, I'm trying to see what you guys see. My end like totally glitched. No. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Gotta regroup. <laughs> I'm trying to see what you guys see to see if this is working. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. My internet went crazy and that video was skipping. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was a cute little promo video for the mastermind. Okay. Are my back? Video played. I'm back. You're great. Okay. Awesome. Well, it worked. It did not work on my end, but I kind of thought you guys would be in the chat being like, it's not working if it wasn't working, hopefully. So that is that. Hold on. Let me, I'll do questions. Put, um, if you have a question, put it in the chat with all caps question and then your thing so I can find it. I'm going to, I'm going to put my ring light on. I'm in a better mood now. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Yeah. Mindset drama. After four years, I'm not making money. Everyone who started when I started is making money already. Lucy, I got you. My thing is not focusing. Hello. Okay. I'm going to write on my board. You guys ready? Hold on. I got to try not to knock everything over. I did that earlier. All right. Okay. I'm going to have to stop wearing my sweatpants, I guess, if I'm going <laughs> to be going on the board all the time. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. So here we go. So there's two parts of everything. Okay. There's the actual facts of the situation. And then there's what you make those facts mean. Okay. So we're going to do this. We're going to go, this is the facts that we call it the circumstance, right? So the circumstance is four years, zero dollars, okay? Okay, so this is the facts. Four years, zero dollars, okay? This is neutral. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Every single person in the world would have a different thought about this. Okay. So there's the facts of the situation and then there's what you want to think about it. So what would you guys want to think about this? A lot of us would, and your brain is going to offer you probably some tough thoughts, but those are the best places to work on your belief. Okay. So there's the facts, the circumstance, and then there's the thought. Hold on. I lost your question. Um, everyone who started when I started is making money. Who else has that thought? Everyone else is making money but me. <laughs> everyone else makes money. 
Lucy, do you know if everyone that started a business four years ago is making money now? Did you did you survey everybody? <laughs> so I want you to see everyone else is making money is not a fact. That's so the fact is you've been working four years, you've made zero dollars. That's the fact. And then you get to think whatever you want about that. Right now you're thinking everyone else is making money but me, right? Everyone else that started with me is making money. How does that thought feel? Like that feels pretty discouraging. I would put discouraged. You guys tell me when you think, so you wanna go to the thought and then go in your body. So everyone is making money but me. Everyone who started is making money but me. I'm the only one. How does that feel in your body? Right, I, I'm gonna put discouraged. I did not give myself enough room. When you feel discouraged, what do you do? What kind of actions do you guys take? A lot of times people I work with that are in this model do a lot of stopping and starting. I don't know if you're doing that, Lucy. I'm gonna write it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make some assumptions because I can't talk to you. So stopping and starting. Who else is, who else does stopping and starting? <laughs> If you're doing stopping and starting, it's because you have something like this in your T-line. You have some kind of thought that is the, in this family. <laughs> stopping and starting. Um, a lot of times when people have something like this in their T-line, they have a lot of drama and there's a lot of ruminating. We spend a lot of time thinking about, focusing on everything that's not working. And we spend a lot of time thinking about how, um, Everybody else is better than us, right? So there's like the drama. If we were coaching, we would fill that out with a whole bunch of things. But you just want to think from this thought, not everything you're doing in your life, but when you're thinking this thought and you're feeling this feeling, what are you doing and what are you not doing? We're looking at this specific thought. What does this create? for you. We want to know. So it's this specific thought. And we all have a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings and a lot of things at the same time. But what this does is like we just look at one thought at a time. So if when I think everyone else is making money, I feel discouraged. What do I do and don't do when I feel discouraged? A lot of procrastinate work. I see a lot of procrastinating, that kinds of stuff, right? Just not wanting to do it. Like I the People typically don't take action when they're feeling discouraged. Now, you might be taking action at different times. I'm not saying you never take action. I'm saying you don't want to take action when you're thinking and feeling this. Does that make sense? Because this is this one thought. We're just looking at one of many, many thoughts that you have, right? And so what does that thought end up creating? What is the result? I would say you probably stay at the same level. Like you probably stay pretty stuck. So I'll just put stay stuck. So what our brains that why this is so important is our brains like to prove us right. That's part of like what they're supposed to do, right? They, they find, they take our beliefs and they go find evidence to prove us more right, right? So you think everyone else makes money but me, 
And then your brain creates evidence to support your thoughts, right? It's like, look at all this evidence, right? And this is why, this is why, Lucy, too, like you've been spending a lot of time probably thinking about all of the people that started with you that are making money. You're like, this person's making money, this person's making money. You didn't spend that amount of time thinking about the people that aren't making money that started with you, right? And the reason why is because your brain is going out and looking for evidence for this. It's like, you're thinking everyone else makes money. Your brain is like, you're right. Look at this person and look at this person. It's just going and proving you right and supporting your beliefs, right? And so then it just makes all of this feel really true to where you might even think this thought is a fact. You might think everyone is making, everyone that started with me four years ago is making money. <laughs> That's not a fact. That's just your thought about this, right? But you get to put anything you want. So here, watch you guys. So that's like your unintentional model. And that's not like anything wrong with that. It's just like, it's just good to know. Like, what are you thinking? What is it creating? You want to like kind of be auditing that all the time. What are you thinking? What are you creating? Okay. So we'll do four years, zero dollars. If you could think anything you want about the four years, zero dollars, tell me in the chat what thought you would pick. Right, so we've been working on the business four years, zero dollars. What do you guys want? Yeah, the circumstance line, the C line is the circumstance, but it's basically like the facts, right? The things, and it has to be things every person would agree on. That's why we can't put um, everyone that started with me is making money. We can't put that in the circumstance line. That's not factual. It's just a thought. Because not everybody that's not every single I guarantee you not every single person that started with you is making money. That's not factual. Yeah. What if well, what would you want to put in here? Would you want to put a negative thought in there? Like, what would you want to put if you could like inject? I could inject your brain. What do you want to think? You can think this is neutral. So working for four years and making zero dollars is neutral. It doesn't mean anything until you have a thought about it. Right. What do you want to think about that? I've learned so much. I've learned a ton. I'm four years closer to being successful, right? I'm moving forward. I'm getting better, right? So I'm going to give you a bridge thought because those thoughts are probably hard to believe because you've been thinking the other thought for so long, right? So even, so I'll give you a, let's see, even though I haven't made money for four years, I want to see what happens if I keep trying. Does that feel true? Do you want to see what happens if you keep trying? I'm guessing because you've been going for four years, right? I built an awesome foundation. I have persevered. I have a decent email list. Yes. I you got on Mediavine. So you are making money. What the fuck? <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> you are making money. You're on Mediavine. <laughs> you guys see how this stuff like gets very like our brains are so dramatic. Like you literally are making money. <laughs> right? I've learned so much. Right? So this is a good way to just neutralize thoughts just for all of you guys, because all of us are all of you guys. Everybody has a model like that, right? Everybody has a version of that that we're doing. Not a problem. That's just what our brains do. We just want to understand what's happening. And like, it's good to know, like, what are the facts and what am I making that mean? And what outcome does that create? It's just good for us to know. That's it, right? It's just like, you want to be curious and you want to know. And so all of you guys, all of us, right, have a model like the first one. 
And the way I coach people through it is to kind of give them a positive thought that's also neutral. So it has to feel true, right? So we can't just go, I'm like, my success is inevitable and I'm about to be rained on with money because you don't believe that's true, right? So you got to find something that's true. So the way I neutralize thoughts a lot of times is I'll just go, even though the circumstance. So we'll go, even though I've, I've been working for four years and I haven't made any money, I just want to see what happens if I keep going. Does that feel true? You got to find a thought that feels true, that's headed the right way, right? It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to be a billionaire. It's like, you just got to find something headed in the right direction, right? So even though so that's a really good way of neutralizing your guys's, your, oh my gosh, I can't talk and write. It's a good way of neutralizing your thoughts. It's like, even though circumstance and then something that's true. <laughs> I, I want to see what happens if I keep going. Right? You want to quit? And I'm like, so this is for good for you guys, all of you guys. What happens? That's how I would neutralize that. And then that thought creates a different result. We're not going to do the whole model, but you guys can see how if we went down and we did the feeling, it would be a different feeling. It would be a different action. It would be a different result. So you want to be aware. That's what I'm saying. Like your thoughts impact your results way more than your guys' strategy. When your thoughts are right, when you're like, I have the best fucking offer on the planet. It's amazing. People need it. If you thought that, you could make any strategy work. All of them work. When you're in low belief and you're like, I don't think I can do it. And I don't know what I'm doing. When we're in all the drama, none of it works. <laughs> right? The strategy is the least important part. <laughs> Does that make sense to you guys? There's something else I was going to say, but I lost it. It'll come back in a second. Yeah, you love your business. You don't want to quit. Right? So if you're not going to quit, I'm always like, quit or don't. <laughs> right? If, I, if anybody comes on the call, like being super, super whiny, I'll be like, do you want to quit? Like, are you going to quit? Then like, this is really useless for you. Right. And so if you guys are kind of in the energy of like, maybe I should give up. What I would tell you is make a decision if you're going to do this quarter or not. And then be done with it. And then if you're going to do this quarter, you go to the next quarter and you make that decision. And then every time your brain goes to like, I don't know if it's going to work. You can just go, that's fine. I'm going to look at it next quarter. Continue on. <laughs> You can kind of opt out a lot of mindset drama that way. Does that make sense? So you make the decision of like, yes, you're going to do it or no, you're not for the next 90 days. And then that's it. You don't think about quitting. You don't think about how it's not working. You don't think about whatever. You're just like, I'm just going to keep going for 90 days. When I get to the end of 90 days, I'm going to reevaluate. Right. And you can kind of like, that's kind of like having, like I was talking about with the boundaries, it's kind of like having the boundaries with the drama. Every time your brain comes in with some, some bullshit, you're just like, I'm just going to follow my plan for 90 days. The end. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right? And they're like, at the end of 90 days, I will reevaluate. And then you can decide again, do you want to quit or not? And if you don't want to quit, like all of those thoughts about how it's not working and what am I even doing and everybody's better than me, those are quitter thoughts. Those create the results of you eventually quitting. That's what it makes. That's what it creates. I see it all the time. That's why this stuff really matters. You know, it's like the, if you guys can like can try to build a business with these crappy thoughts, 
but it feels so bad and it's so hard to go through thinking about how it's not working all the time that you will give up and you will quit and it will cost you the life you want. I guarantee it. I see it all the time, right? That's why it matters. You need to take it seriously. If you're having a lot of brain drama and you're spending a lot of time in like, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? Spend some time on the other side to balance it out, right? What if it does work? What if it does work? I'm always like, oh my God, like, what if I do it? <laughs> what if it does work, right? You don't know if it's going to work or not. So if you're spending a lot of time thinking about what if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? And what if I never make the money back? And what if this was all a waste of time? Spend some time on the other side to balance it out. What if it does work, right? I'm always like, that would be crazy. It would be so amazing. What if I get everything I want? That would be so crazy, right? And I spend time thinking about what that would be like. And our brains are naturally negative. So if your brain is doing this, it's not your fault. It's just how your brain is programmed. Our brain is programmed to focus. It has a negativity bias. It's programmed to focus more on the negative things, the things that aren't working, the things that could go wrong, whatever. That's why nobody lays at night, awake at night, thinking about how great their life is, right? We're all laying awake at night going, what if this happens? What if that happens? <laughs> what if this bad thing happens? I haven't thought about this bad thing in a while, right? So our brains have a negativity bias to try to keep us safe. It's part of our survival instinct. So your brain's always looking. We want it to do that, right? It's looking for things that might go wrong, things that might not work. It's programmed to, to do that. And so since we know that, we want to intentionally spend time on what if it does work? What if you do it? What if it, what if it works better than you could imagine? What would that be like? Spend some time thinking about that. And if you give those equal airtime... That will make a big difference. How do I come up with training ideas? Um, well, so, man, I always have training ideas, but I've spent like, you know, I spend all of my time every week talking to people about this stuff. So whatever you guys are asking me all the time, whatever I think is the most keeping people the most stuck that I'm the most excited to teach on. Sales, I think, is a big, big thing for a lot of people. So just look at, like, what is something that, like, a lot of your people are struggling with? Like, what is a problem a lot of people have? And then just try to help them solve it. That's really it. Let me see. Is there any more questions? Yeah, not feeling good enough. Yeah, what if I'm not good enough? Yeah, you guys like my sweatpants look. <laughs> Joining the Mastermind Monday. Oh my gosh, Sharon, I can't wait. You're gonna love it. I'm gonna coach you. I'm coaching Tuesday night at 7 Eastern. So if you join on Monday, you literally can come get on Zoom and I can talk you through this stuff. And it's way better. Whatever you guys are getting out of this training is like nothing. That's the other thing too. It's like, I don't ever have to worry about like, what if I give them too much? Because this is literally nothing compared to what's in the mastermind. It's not even close. The The Zoom call, what I can help you with on Zoom is like way different. Like the breakthroughs you guys get in the chat on here, like it's way different when I'm actually talking to people that are actually going through this stuff and actually processing it and you really see it. You'll really see it on the call. And the reason too, the group coaching works, you know, people often are like, I want a one-on-one -on -one coach and, and like, you know, am I going to get to talk to you? And it's like, you're not going to get to talk to me on every call. It's a huge group group uh, 
program, right? It's a big community. I'm going to coach some people on the call on Tuesday. I'm not going to coach every single person, but you'll get way more. I'm, I'm telling you guys, right? This is why I don't do one-on-one -on -one coaching anymore because when I'm coaching you one-on-one, -on -one, you're having to think about everything I'm saying and how you're going to respond and you're having a lot of feelings come up and it, it just doesn't sink in the same. When you're watching someone else get coached, a lot of times you'll be able to have way more breakthroughs and way more takeaways because you're able to like actually, actually watch and you're, it's like, it creates enough distance where you can actually receive it. A lot of times when I say something to you and I'm coaching you, like you might get part of it, but it doesn't really hit you because you can't, it's like too close, right? But watching someone else with their problems... <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I totally see that. It's a lot easier for our brains to see patterns and notice things in other people. We're not good at seeing our own thoughts. And so I can coach you. I think I'm a great coach. Like I can coach you. You'll get a lot out of coaching from me. I coach a lot of people on Tuesday. I go seven to nine. I just coach as many people as I can. And I'm good at it. We get through a lot of people. We talk about a lot of stuff every Tuesday but you'll get so much just by watching, watching the replays or coming to the calls live and just being with everybody on the calls and watching people get coached and supporting people like you'll get so much out of it. And then it's not like you having to process all your bullshit and like think about everything. And like it's like it gives you enough space where you can really receive some amazing coaching. So I'm excited. But that's for anybody. If you guys join on Monday, you can come to my call on Tuesday. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You keep doing the same things, but not the things that necessarily make me money, which would be making products. Yeah. So you're like, I'm not making money from products and you're not selling any products. <laughs> this is the thing. It's like the thought, like I'm not making any money yet. Like this isn't working creates the result of you not making money. And it's not because you don't know the strategy and it's not because of whatever. It's because you're thinking that thought. That's it. Um, let's see. Question. Tavana joined the mastermind. Congratulations. Are you going to come to my call on Tuesday, Tavana? I'd love to talk to you on Zoom. The nervous, it, this is a nervous system regulation question. Is it really safe to let go of the habit of taking action to get results? The self-coaching model is tremendously logical, but it, no, no, that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so here i'm gonna write the model out for you guys listen i am an action-based coach if you come with me like yeah we're gonna talk about thoughts and mindset but like at the end of the day i'm like you need to just feel whatever you're feeling and go action your ass off right so a lot of the coaching i do is for people to be able to withstand the negative emotion to go do whatever they need to do I'm like, do a launch and be terrified. It's fine. I don't care, right? It's just a feeling. Like, it's safe for you to feel terrified. It's safe for you to feel cringy. It's safe. For, it, it's just a feeling. It doesn't matter, right? But the reason I'm coaching people on thoughts and feelings are to take more action. Like, not necessarily more things, but but empowered action in their business. Like, this is not a, uh, this is not a, like, think your way to wealth situation at all right? It's just that you're the reason I coach on thoughts and feelings are because it fucks up your action line if you don't have it right. That's why, right? So it's literally, it's literally so you can take aligned action. So people talk about alignment here. Well, maybe I'm not going to write it out. I think I can just explain. But 
people talk about alignment, right? Where it's like, be in alignment. Like it's like some magical whatever. But I teach it like this. It's your, it's lining. So you pick, figure out your result. So your result, Tavana, should be money. How much money you want to make. You, you don't have to tell me in the chat if you don't want. But your result, most of you are going to have an income goal. And then you're going to line your thoughts, feelings, and action up with the result for 90 days. So the thought and feeling, I'm always like, I just talked about this to the mastermind earlier on the Q&A. The thoughts, feeling combo is the gasoline you're putting in your action, your little action race car. <laughs> I have to think of a better analogy for this, but this is what I came up with earlier So <laughs> when I was live. So your thought, feeling combo are the gasoline, and then the actions are like your little car. So it's like, what do you want to fuel your action with? So I can take action from the thought, I suck, this is never going to work, feeling very discouraged. I can still take action from that place. It won't be as effective. So I'm talking about maximizing the action you're taking instead of taking more action. A lot of people are taking a lot of low quality action. That's not going to get you anywhere except tired <laughs> and broke. <laughs> so... So instead of thinking about doing more things, it's like, can you do the same amount of things and fuel them with a higher quality fuel, which is cleaner thoughts and cleaner feelings to create the action? Does that make sense? But this is definitely not, I spend a lot of time thinking about thoughts because your thoughts impact your result line, but you don't get any results without action, right? The, thought, feel, the thoughts and feelings create different actions. Does that make sense? Thought, feeling, combo, gasoline for the actions, right? So alignment is figuring out what you want and then lining your thoughts, feelings, actions up with that result. You just keep lining up and lining up and lining up. You're like, are my thoughts lined up with this? Are my feelings lined up with this? Are my actions lined up with this? Then you go to the next day. Are my thoughts lined up with it? You just keep lining up your thoughts, feelings, and actions with the result <laughs> for 90 days. You just do that. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I misunderstood the model. Yeah, totally. It's a lot to like take in, but you'll you'll get you'll especially if you're in the mastermind, we talk about this stuff constantly. So and you have the self-coaching framework. You'll 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 have the, you'll be able to talk about this stuff in your sleep, Tamana. Yeah, I hope to make a live Zoom call soon. I'm so glad I've joined the mastermind. I'm so excited to have you because I've seen you in the breakthroughs group showing up like a leader, and I was so excited to have you join. You're gonna love the mastermind. I just know it. You're it's like gonna be perfect for you. Yeah, so I rotate my Tuesday calls. You don't have to come live to get the breakthroughs. You can just listen to the replays. A lot of people do that. I do that with my mastermind. I have a mastermind I paid $10,000 for that I never go to the calls live. And I never tell myself that that's a waste of money or I'm not getting the value. Or I just, I tell them, I choose to think I get exactly what I need. And I do, because I think that, right? So I'm like, I don't have to listen to every call. I don't have to go to the calls. Like I get exactly what I need fine. <laughs> I have zero drama about it. I'm so clean. Right. So a lot of people have a lot of drama about not being able to come to the calls live. Coming to the calls live is neutral. <laughs> what do you want to think about that? I think I always get exactly what I need at the right time and I don't have to worry about it. And I'm unbothered if I can't come to the calls live. A lot of times I have other shit I need to be doing. Right. I That's the truth. And a lot of you guys do too. You don't need to come to every call live. You, we record all of them. You can listen to the replays. 
you know, a lot of times I listen to my mastermind replays while I'm walking the dog and doing the dishes. I don't like spend hours sitting in my office watching call replays. So you can definitely get this the same breakthroughs listening to the calls. Everything I coach people on applies to everyone, right? Because this is the other question we get is like, am I ready? Am I too far ahead? I'm like, if you have a human brain and you want to make money, <laughs> I can help you, right? So I'm not coaching people on specific strategies. I'm coaching you to be able to come up with your own strategy through taking action, right? I'm coaching you on cleaning up your thoughts. You're all going to have those times. Like, it's just what our brains do. We're going to have times where you you think like, I suck and this is not going to work. And it is going to feel true, right? And that's, you come to the call. I'm like, you come to the call. I will, I will help you. I help people with this stuff all the time. Seriously. So yeah, and I rotate the call times between noon and noon Eastern and 7 p.m. So last week I did noon. Next week I'm doing seven and then the following, we just switch them. So that's that. But even if you don't come live or you might be like me, I'm like, I don't have time to come to sit on calls live. Like I just don't. So if you don't have time, like you don't have to come live to get the result. Tons of people, like I won't see them all quarter and they will pop in all of a sudden and they'll be like, you've never talked to me, but I've been listening to replays for three months and like this happened, this happened, this happened. Like I did my first launch and I made my first product and I did this and that, right? Because all of the coaching applies to everyone because we're talking about drama, like thoughts, like human brains, emotions, <laughs> and making money. <laughs> it applies to everybody on the call. So you'll get stuff from every single person on every call. Yeah, I've been taking messy action while listening to this call and I've gotten two hard rejections in the process and I don't feel bad about them at all. Yeah, every no brings me closer to yes. People are supposed to tell you guys no. I didn't teach this because I taught it at, at the January, but you guys remember the formula? It's like getting no is part of sales. Like, like a good, like a good, 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 if you're really good at sales, you know, these days right now, like a good conversion rate is like 10%. Like, and that's if you're like really great, right? So, and a lot of us are, you guys are just learning marketing. You're just learning sales. I'm sorry, but a lot of you are not going to be really great in the beginning. So you can expect like to convert less than 10%. That means to get those signups, you need to go get a lot of no's. Right. So the only way to get more yeses is to get more no's. You get more yeses by getting more no's. It doesn't work any other way. It works that way for every single marketer. Right. And then what we do is we somebody tells us no. And then we're like, oh, my God, it's because I suck. <laughs> it's just because you're doing sales and that's how sales is. That's that's literally the process. Right. And so at the January event, I did this whole oops. Oh, my God. I did this whole formula where I wrote it all out, where it was like to get this many people, like, you know, you would have to get this many no's to get this many yeses. You're going to have to get way more no's to get yeses. Like, that's just the way it is for everybody. Question about pricing. I charge 400 and 500 for my highest price coaching cat behavior. I feel like I end up doing way too much work for that price. My own issues with putting down boundaries. So now I'm going to do a course with support. Yeah, I remember talking to you. Um, I have absolutely nothing to compare my offer to. There is nothing in my niche like that. Do you have any advice or guidelines on pricing? Well, if there's nothing in your niche like that, you can charge whatever you want. 
you're just like, I have, I have the best offer to help you. No one else is doing this. You're not going to find this solution. You know how your cat's an asshole? There's like, no one else is going to help you with this price, right? So you can put it in, as long as you put it in a context, but, but you, so this is how, this is how I coach people through, I'll give you like the practical. This is how I coach people through pricing. It should feel like, so you don't want to price so low that like people buy it and you're just like, ugh, that sounds kind of like what you think now. <laughs> if people, this is the worst, right? When you price something low and then people actually start buying it and you're like, oh God, like I have to coach them now and they only paid this, right? Like I have to do all this work and I'm only making like, you know, a hundred bucks. Like that sucks. Like you don't want to sell something and then have the thought that sucks because your price is so low, right? So you want to feel fairly compensated. What would feel like fair compensation to you? And then the other thing is like, people talk a lot about, people talk a lot about like pricing your worth, like charging your worth. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate, I'm just like laying it all out for you guys because I had a crazy day. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you all what I think. I hate it. I think it's so stupid. I think it's the worst, right? I think, um, you're a human being. Like, there's no way you can charge your worth and money. Like, that doesn't make any sense. What you can charge is, like, um, I raise my prices as I create more demand. I don't raise prices as I am, like, a more valuable human, right? That That's not a good way to fix pricing. So, as, so I started my coaching really low, right? I would... I didn't have a business. I, I wanted to do mindset business coaching. <laughs> I had no idea if that was going to work, right? And so I started coaching people. I used to coach people for 50 bucks an hour. I coach all these people all the time, 50 bucks an hour. As my audience grew and more people wanted one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and there was more and more stuff going on, I raised the price as, as I increased demand, which we've continued to do. Like my prices this year will not be next year because we're going to I mean, it's just growing so fast. As the business grows, I'm going to charge more. I'm creating more demand and raising my prices as I create more demand. So I think that's one thing. I think a lot of people go, they're like, this is my worth. And like, I'm going to charge my worth. And like, you, this is the other thing is like, you've got to be in a place where you can hear a lot of no's and not go into price drama. So a lot of people will raise their price. So I'm going to charge my worth and they bump their price way up high. And then people start telling them now and they go, oh, my God, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> but if people tell me no, I don't care because I have enough demand. It doesn't matter. I'm like, I can just go get more, more people and do more sales. Fine. Right. So you want to have your price where you feel fairly compensated. Where and high enough where like when people are telling you no, you're not going to go, oh, my God, I'm charging too much right? You just need to decide not to think that it's just not useful. But the truth is like, you can charge anything at any price. It's just like, it depends how good you are at managing your brain. Like when you're really good at managing your brain, you can charge whatever you want. So I would say like, what feels fair to you? Like what feels like fair compensation that you can manage your thoughts around? If I told you to go sell it for $10,000, your brain would totally freak out, right? That's way too high for you because you haven't, you've never sold at that price point before. Your brain's gonna freak out. It's just what our brains do. So what's a price you can raise it to that it might feel uncomfortable in your body, but you can get your thoughts and feelings behind it with practice. That's a good price. So it feels a little stretchy. I like my prices to be a little stretchy sometimes, right? Where it's like, oh, this is like, this is, you know, so that's what I would say. But but it really is just like, you just decide, right? So and this is the thing. So 
and and this is more about decision making than pricing so this is where people get fucked up with decision making is it's like i gotta make the right decision if i make the right decision then my business will work right and you guys do this with lots of things but people do this with pricing where it's like if i get the pricing right then my business will work. If I get the price right, then people are going to want to buy it. You guys think your price creates demand and it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just as hard to sell a $5 thing as a $500 thing, I promise, right? So it's like, I need to get this price right or else the business isn't going to work. Like, why don't you just pick a price and test it? So this is part of my decision-making framework is you make a choice and then you sell yourself on the price. So you pick, you could literally pick right now on the chat. It doesn't matter. Just pick something. You, the, what, what will keep you stuck is the debating, like being slow about the choice. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should that? Should be the price? That price? That person's charging this. That, person, that is all a waste of your time. You have all the information to make the decision right now. You don't need to think about it. People think thinking about it makes better decisions and it doesn't. More thinking does not make your decisions better, right? More thinking doesn't make your decisions better. It doesn't equal better decisions. So I would make the decision right now. And then what you do after you make the decision is you write out all the reasons you love that price and why it's a great price and why it's a great value and how you feel so fairly compensated and you get behind your price. You sell yourself on the price and you just do that every day. And then when your brain offers you some like crazy bullshit about your price, you just go back. You're like, I made this choice and I have good reasons. Here they are. You show your brain the reasons and you just choose to think about how much you love the decision. A lot of people make a choice and then in the back of their mind, they let they don't manage their brain around it. And they let in the back of their mind go, oh, my God, I don't know if this is right. Maybe I should do this other thing. Waste your time. Just only forward. Make the choice and like go forward. Do not change it. Just only work this is how the whole plan is right it's like you only work <laughs> on on selling yourself on your decisions you don't indulge in like what if i priced it at this and so and so is pricing it? you're like nope i've made the decision because of reasons i have good reasons i like my reasons here are my reasons you show your brain your reasons and that's it right so you make the decision and then you're clean about it and then you don't remake it you just learned to sell at that price no drama about it does that make sense? Lauren, does that help? Yeah, you can always raise your price. You can always start low. I started low. Like a lot of coaches would have been like, that's too low. Like charge your worth. Like, but I wanted practice coaching and I wanted experience and I got to help a lot of people. So I was coaching for 50 bucks an hour and I loved it. It was fine with me. A lot of coaches would be like, that's not your worth. Charge your value. So stupid. And then as more, as there were like more people wanting coaching and we built the audience and there was more stuff happening, you know, obviously I'm, there's, I'm not going to coach at $50 an hour now. It's like a lot more than that. Right. I have a lot more experience now than when I started. So in the beginning, it was like, I'm getting experience. They're getting a great deal. Everybody's winning. You know, I didn't have any zero, zero drama about like, I'm not charging my worth and it's too low. When I started to think it's, you'll know when to raise your price. Cause it's just like, you're just like, I don't want to do this for $50 anymore. <laughs> and when I had that thought, we just raised the price up. Then we opened the mastermind, right? We put everybody together. So I didn't have to do 
a bajillion calls every week. And like, honestly, this is the thing about one-on-one coaching is it's so, I love one-on-one coaching. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just telling you guys like why I do group instead of doing a lot of one-on-one clients now. It's because a lot of you guys don't need one-on-one coaching. You guys have all of the same problems and I've coached so many people. It's like, I already know what your guys' problems are. Everybody has the same brain. We all have the same thoughts. And it's like, yeah, sometimes you have specific questions and we have the Ask Faith, the Q&A every week for that. If you have specific questions, for sure. But most of the time, it's like, I would was doing one-on-one coaching. I felt like a parrot. I was like, I just say the same shit over and over and over and over and over all day, every day. And I was like, I could just put everybody on one call and say what I need to say. So that's what we do. But that's what you guys will find. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, there's no right price. There's only you making a decision and deciding it's the right thing. That's it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's picking a price and then managing your thoughts about that. And you sell yourself on the price. The same way I was teaching you guys, sell yourself on your product, sell yourself on that price. Why do you love that price? You need to be sold on it. So when your brand comes with some bullshit and people are telling you no, you're like, I love my price. I have reasons. I've wrote them out every day. <laughs> You're like, I know my reasons, right? It's going to happen. It happens to all of us. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Are you doing one-on-one coaching or are you talking about the pricing? I repeat myself over and over. Yeah. That's how I knew it was time to do a group. Cause I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I say the same thing all day, every day. I was like a parrot could do my job. I was like a literal, par- literal parrot could do my job. I just couldn't do it anymore. And so now we just put, I'm like, literally, like, I'm going to coach you guys on all the same things anyway. I'll just put you all on a call together. And it's just way more fun, too, to be in a community. Um, And I think the mastermind community is really special because you'll see someone on Zoom, like, you know, really going through it. And then you'll see them a couple of months later in the Facebook group posting about, you know, their wins or whatever. And you're like, oh, I, you feel like you know her because you, we see each other on camera. It's not just like we all took a course and we're in a Facebook group together. We literally are on camera for hours every week talking about all our shit. And so it's a much more sense of community, I think, than most groups because of that. And everybody's just awesome in there, honestly. Um, that's it. I don't, I'm thinking I'm, I'm losing my voice, but it looks like you guys are pretty good. That's it. So it's just make a plan and then sell yourself on the plan. You pick your product and you sell yourself on the product. You pick your price and you sell yourself on the price and you just make all of your decisions like that. If you make all of your decisions like that this quarter, you will get so much done. It will blow your mind. I'm telling you, it will make you so much money, so much faster. Being indecisive and being slow keeps so many people stuck so long. And in the beginning of your business, the decisions you're making are have very low consequences. Like the stakes are low. <laughs> the stakes only get higher because you're making more money, you have more customers, you have more stuff to think about. And like your decisions like have more consequences. But in the beginning, it's like, who cares? Like, just go, 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 go. Right. And it feels like in the beginning, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like if I make the wrong decision, my business won't work. And I'm telling you, that's not true. Like the truth is the stakes are low, make them fast, right? You have all the information you need. More thinking doesn't make better decisions. Speed, speed almost always will win, will almost always help all of you every time, I'm telling you. And then just, and then selling yourself on the decision and not remaking it. It's like, you just make it and you're done with it. And you manage your brain to only think about why you like that decision, not indulging in like, well, so-and-so is doing it this way though, (laughs) 
her like oh my god like i don't know maybe i should change it like just don't do that you have to just decide like we're saying with boundaries right you just decide like you don't do drugs you don't do that <laughs> all right you guys this was really fun i thought this was gonna be an hour long boy was i wrong <laughs> I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a great night. We will send the email out for you guys to get in on Monday. I'll announce the bonuses for next quarter on Monday. I'll show you guys the co-coaching lineup on next Monday. I'll answer all your questions. I will hang out and we'll do all the giveaways on Monday too. So if you want to come hang out, I'll be live in the Facebook group. If you want coaching, for Q2, I would love to have you. The community is awesome. The coaches are awesome. I think our calls are amazing. We have a two-week no questions ask money back guarantee. So you can come in, listen to the Zoom calls, like really get a feel and see. And if it's not, if it's not every bit as good as I'm telling you, we will give you your money back. That's how much I believe in it. Like if it's the right person, you're gonna love it in there. It's it's amazing. And like I'm saying, like this free training is literally nothing like people are like people sometimes will come to me and be like I don't I'm in the I'm in the breakthroughs group and I listen to the podcast like and I take all your free stuff like is the mastermind like is there really anything else in there I'm like you get nothing like this training series is like nothing drop in the bucket I'm telling you I'm telling you and the transformation you can get not even close this is like nothing. But if you liked this, I'm telling you, you will love being in the mastermind. You'll love being in the community. You'll love the coaching calls. Um, yeah. So that's that. It opens on Monday. I hope to see you guys in there. I'm glad you guys like the training. I loved putting it together. I love doing this. I, I, I want to keep doing it every quarter. I really love doing the live events. And I think it's fun to like, I don't know. I think it's fun to like talk to new people and you know, I see the mastermind all the time, but I get to see some of you guys at the free events and I love that. So I will see you guys Monday. I hope you guys have a great night and that's it. Thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. Bye guys.